What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Refined Taste Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, hanging with us. It's February. Uh, first episode of February. We got some great guests lined up for this month. It's going to be great. Uh, hope everybody's having a great week, great year so far. We're doing well. Hope, uh, you know, you're staying hydrated and well-nourished and... Uh, <laughs> And warm. Warm is the most important thing, honestly, because it is cold out there for sure. Every day is another day closer to summer. That's that's what I know. That is my mantra. Uh, this uh, Before we get into the episode, we have a quick announcement. Our next Comedy on the Rocks stand-up comedy at Salinas is Friday, February 18th. Brand new lineup. Uh, these shows we've done two so far. This could be our third one. They've been amazing. They've been uh, so much fun. Uh, people have been raving about them. Uh, it's it's been such a good time. So uh, buy a ticket. Be a part of it. Come sit in the audience and laugh. Um, two dollars off a drink at Selena's with every ticket. Um, go and eat at Selena's before shows at. Uh, 7.30, we'll probably start at 8, but get in there and eat some tacos and then uh, come over and laugh your ass off. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Uh, the link and event should be out this week for that, uh, so look out for that. This episode, coming up right now, we interviewed Pauly Guglielmo. You know him, right? Uh, he's uh, kind of a local celebrity, right? I'd say he is. Not kind of, Definitely. Uh, he was a producer and on-air personality on the Brother Wee show. Now he is the sauce king of Rochester with his uh, Guglielmo's marinara sauce. Uh, it's all over the place, all the grocery stores, all over the region, a couple of states. We talk all about it. Uh, have you had it? It's delicious. I just actually had it before. Very, very good. Chunky veggie. Spicy chunky veggie, I think. It was uh, delish. Uh <laughs> I, uh, we talk about a couple of videos in the beginning of the episode. You can find those at uh, .com. Uh Just try to, you know, it's kind of a hard uh, name to spell, but uh, he said, you know, just take your best shot and uh, <laughs> most likely you'll end up there. .com. Um And so for now, um, you know, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, give us a great review, drop five stars, support local, support all the people that we eat at, uh, you know, message us, follow us on Instagram, let us know uh, who we haven't interviewed yet, or a place to check out, or something delicious that you ate, let us know, we want to know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you out there, alright, we love you all, enjoy the episode. Anthony Bourdain, Ina Garden, Bobby Flay, Rachel Ray, Guy Fieri, Guy Fieri, Dari Lowe. 
Rochester, New York. Hunger's a duo wielding jokes armed with forks. Nothing, Nothing but the, the finest cuisine in the Empire State. Napkins down, pinkies out, enjoy a garbage plate. You've heard the others, now here's the best. A great A cut above the rest. The funniest foodie friends you will ever find. But don't get it twisted. Their taste is refined. Refined taste. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Refined Taste with Dario and Chris. I'm Dario. I'm Chris. What's up, Chris? How are you, man? Oh, man, I'm great. Just staying warm and shoveling snow. Yeah, is that, weird? is that the plan? Yeah, this is all we're doing all season. It is freezing out. Uh, Brick. So cold, yeah. Uh, I'm over it. I'm pretty over it, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready for a, like St. Patrick's Day now. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's been like two weeks of snow, but it, it's enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Why don't we fly south? Why, why is that not a thing? <laughs> we should. We should get like a little condo in like... Maybe not Florida. Maybe we should go. Even, let's go to Puerto Rico. Yes. Yeah. Refine, uh, refine taste. Yes. Winter edition. Yes. We, yes. All right. I love it. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, we are joined by an amazing guest this morning. He came out. He braved the elements. He's mm -hmm. used to it, though. He's been here for a while. <laughs> uh, please welcome Pauli Guglielmo to the show. Thanks hey. for having me, fellas. It's an honor. Yes. Yeah. Paul, it's so good to have you, man. Uh, very exciting. Yeah. We'll add Seriously. some applause later on. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah. And a fart sound effect, please. Yeah. You could throw that in here. And uh, <laughs> I feel your pain on the snow shoveling because I don't know if you watch the news or not, but a couple guys dropped dead of heart attacks. Oh, no. Every year. Yeah. Every year it happens. Shoveling, shoveling snow. snow. And I don't know if you've seen you know me <laughs> but every morning when i go out and shovel all i think of myself i go <laughs> okay yeah okay, uh man yeah now i'm scared like i pulled a muscle in my rib this time uh, okay. so like i was like i was like walking gingerly for a while and uh oh yeah well, but be yeah. careful out there yeah gotta be careful you gotta be careful out there get some, some salt the salt does or get a snowblower i need a damn snowblower yeah. yeah. Damn it. Yeah. I know. It's time God. to break down and do yes. it. It's something that you have to invest in mm -hmm. as a, you know, they should just give those out, you know? Right. It should be like a state issue. There's room for a, that in the budget, <laughs> you know? The roster be like, everybody gets, a, that's the platform I'm right. running on. Yeah. Everybody gets a snowblower. It seems like it's part yeah. of infrastructure. Isn't Biden it, doing infrastructure right now? Yeah. yeah. It's infrastructure. Throw it out there. Snowblowers right. for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All Everything right. slows Ooh. down when the snow comes down. Or like maybe like, <laughs> Four snowblowers per block. Mm, so, like, yes. everybody has to do, like, you know, you know, one section. I think this is a good idea. Every, what, like, fifth household gets yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. like it. I don't trust my neighbors. I, I don't trust. I, I like my neighbors. <laughs> I, I like cool. mine, too, but there's one. There'll be one guy who just won't do his part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <sighs> 
Yeah, you ever yeah. like look at your neighbors and you're it's like, like Ugh, Gary, like that, <laughs> like that the end of the world scenario goes down. You're like, who's gonna lead us? You know, yeah. you, know you ever think about that? Yeah. I watch Walking Dead, and yeah. I do sometimes mm-hmm. think about how right. fast would you be dead? Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. most of them be dead pretty mm-hmm. fast. Probably oh, yeah. me too, because yeah. I again back to the fat jokes about myself. Yeah. I feel like I could feed a lot of people for a long time. <laughs> yeah, well, they, I think they'd be looking at you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as they're slow zombies, I think you're gonna be safe. I'm pretty damn slow, man. I'm pretty damn slow. <laughs> They're not like uh, those 28 days later zombies. Yeah, those screw are like those sprinting. zombies. Yeah, the Usain Bolt <laughs> zombies. I hate that one. Oh my gosh, this You're is the worst. You're zombies and like world class athletes. Yeah, get out of here. You weren't a world class athlete when you were alive. That's right. Come on. Exactly. I, this is, uh, being slow has helped me my whole life because when I was young. Uh, and I was the fat kid even in high school and the cops would bust a party all my friends would run and the uh. cops would run after them and I would always just hide ah, and nice. always be fine I never got in trouble for they anything. don't expect the hide they don't yeah. expect no. the hider yeah. they, they just figure yeah. everyone ran that's right yeah, yeah. so there hmm. we go slow huh. works yeah okay. alright <laughs> yeah. works smarter not harder yeah that's right <laughs> well uh, welcome to the podcast everybody welcome to snow talk that's right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is, uh, we've pivoted, uh, we're now a weather podcast, just roster weather only, very niche market. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just talk about the upcoming, what was last week's weather, but yeah. yeah. And this doesn't even come out till May either, so none of this is going to make Oh sense. yeah. I know. Yeah. People be, are going to be like, yeah. are they in the, s- the southern hemisphere? What's going on? Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> Why didn't they release this earlier? Yeah. <laughs> Holly, what are you up to, man? Um, I did some research this morning. I was up. I was on your website, uh, looking at all all your sauce picks and yeah. <laughs> your OnlyFans of all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> did you subscribe? I, I got a good one planned for later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's awesome. You know what I like most about your website? I mean, obviously you have your story, which we always love. Um, but you have all those videos with your grandparents and all yes. that, which is amazing. You know, I, I can't watch great. those because it honestly makes me emotional. Yeah. yeah. Th- there's one video. It'll make me cry even just talking about it. There's yeah. one video on there of me going to my grandpa's on a Sunday. Yeah. And mm. I thank God I filmed that video because it's yes. just me showing up at my grandpa's house, getting out of my car, just video what it was like to walk in. And he's standing at the stove, completely unplanned. Yeah. Unscripted, mm-hmm. unplanned. Uh-huh. Standing at the stove, stirring sauce. My grandmother's <sighs> sitting at the table. And I just walk in, I go, hey, and he goes, oh, you know, and I, I can't watch that video now. And yeah. the same thing is we write little stories on all of our sauces. Yeah. And I have a hard time reading those stories now because some of them later after my grandfather passed away, mm-hmm. I wrote them as like letters to him. Uh, mm. And it's tough. It's really tough to read those. I think I'm tough. And then I get one sentence in, and I just go, I can't read this. I can't do this. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's okay. Yeah, you're still tough. We're all about <laughs> Even emotions. though Odysseus cried. That's right. <laughs> We're all about feelings and emotions on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so that's great. No, it's it's an awesome legacy, and like the Thank way you. you honor him is, is amazing, honestly. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I watched that same video. Yeah, so if... What I'm talking about, if you want to check out, uh, what, what's the website? GoogleAmosauce.com. GoogleAmosauce.com. And if you Google anything even similar to that, it'll come up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you don't know how to spell Guglielmo, right? Yeah. Just try. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Google understands you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you type in Google, it might bring you. That's, <laughs> that's right. Guglielmo. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's right. I'm out. You're like, did you mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. 
No, but uh, I know exactly the the video. That's one of the ones I watched. It's such a it's awesome because it's it's a little time capsule, right? Mm-hmm. It, it totally. perfectly captures that moment. Um, yeah, I mean, I think about my grandparents, and you have those memories. But it's so awesome to have that in video. Uh, yeah. So like, yeah, that's perfect. So check that out. Go watch that. And um, launching the sauce to begin with, we did in 2014, mm-hmm. and. Um, I had thought about it for years and never did it. And he passed away in 2015. Mm. So I also consider it to be very, very lucky that we got it off the ground just when we did. Right. Because a little while longer and he wouldn't have gotten to see it. So he right. at least got to see it. So yeah. That's another, yeah. That's yeah. another video. That's amazing. Is that you, you got to hand him the, first the, jar. the actual jar. Yeah. And I have that jar now. Do you? In my office. He nice. wrote the words first jar on it, which I thought was funny. Really? Nice. I do not use first jar. Nice. <laughs> see, it's funny because... Uh, he was a little tentative about it. He was just like Dario. Yeah, seriously. We did a newspaper interview. In the he told the journalist it was overpriced in the newspaper. Really? I'm no. Like, Grandpa, we need to do some press training. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. He was honest. Yeah. 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 Exactly. He's they asked just, him if it's the same as at home, and he's like. Ah, uh, close, close. <laughs> Grandpa. That's right. Yeah. Grandpa. Yeah, exactly. Come on. He's like, it, you were like, oh, it's just like your sauce. All the ingredients, you taught me this. And he's like, I didn't make it. <laughs> I it. Totally. I exactly. that. He was tough, man. He's yeah. a tough hey, bastard yeah. on that stuff. Yeah. I like truth in advertising. That's amazing. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's got my name on it, you know. Authentic. There's no doubt about that. He yeah. was an authentic guy. Yes. Loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Were they, were your grandparents, were they here their whole lives? They were, yeah. So my grandfather's parents Mm -hmm. were born Mm -hmm. in Italy. They Uh, came here and they sort of ingrained in him how lucky he was to be American. So he Mm -hmm. was like an Italian guy who was really just totally counting his blessings that he got to live here Mm -hmm. in this country. Yeah. And then that kind of flipped. Then a couple generations later, I come around and I spent my entire youth wanting to go to Italy. I was so, Mm -hmm. I was craving the idea of seeing what the, the, you know, the, the homeland was right. like. So I actually signed up to be an exchange student. Oh, and I was cool. a rotary exchange student. When I was in 11th grade. I spent the whole year in Italy. What? Yeah. That's amazing. That's but awesome. that's how opposite our viewpoints mm-hmm. were. Was He had no interest in going to Italy. He just right. thought, like, no, that's what we escaped from. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the free land. And I was like, ah, that seems so cool, though. Yeah. They got pizza and pasta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, my parents went there a couple of years ago, and they loved it. You know, Go it was back. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Are they from or? Uh, my, I think, yeah, so it's probably the same as you. So my parent, like my grandparents, their parents came from Italy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so they came to New York, and mm-hmm. they, they lived there. And then uh, that's where my parents came from. They, my my parents mm. cr- grew up in Queens, and then they moved up here when my dad got a job at Kodak. So. Right, right. But we still have family down there. So, but uh, yeah, that, that's awesome that you got to spend a year in Italy. How was that experience? That was um, probably the first or second greatest learning experience of my life because it was first of all it opened me up totally culturally to see a mm-hmm. different culture and to really immerse not a vac- this was not vacation i mean this was a year so i was right so you were like doing schoolwork and all that exactly. stuff exactly i was really in it and i would say the greatest sort of lesson i took away and it's hard to even convey exactly what i mean by this but in a year the thing i learned was i went there and it was bright and shiny and it was italy and it was the mm. greatest coolest thing ever but after a year it kind of occurred to me it's just people 
trying to get through their lives, right. mm-hmm. working jobs, taking care of their families, doing the exact same thing we're doing. Right. Yeah. And right. it, it yeah. occurred to me, and it's so corny, I'm so sorry, but I'm dead serious <laughs> when I say this. Home is really where, the pe- where your people are, right. not mm-hmm. necessarily where your things are. Right. Uh. And that was kind of the lesson I walked away from with that because – it was true. I missed my family. As cool mm-hmm. as Italy was, I was like, it can't be home. Home is where your people are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's those feelings again. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think in the middle of this, we'll play um, some slide of Family Stone, Everyday People. That's right. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Everybody take a moment. Yeah, exactly. Pause this and just, you know. Have a moment with yourself. Yeah, <laughs> pull over if you're driving. <laughs> no, that's great. No, seriously, it's so true. I mean, it's it's odd when we go on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. When I, I don't go on vacation, first of all, but <laughs> you know, in this hypothetical reality, mm-hmm. when I go on vacation, uh, <laughs> when we visit places, it's like we're experiencing it differently, right? Because totally, yeah. we're like. Oh, look at this. Look at that. But then like people are just walking around and living their lives. Like when Mm -hmm. I lived in New York in Brooklyn and just, you know, going to Manhattan all the time on the weekends every night, Mm -hmm. it was nothing. Right. Because like you're like, oh, big city. And then there's all these people getting in your way, taking pictures. Yeah. It's different. Like everybody's experiencing it differently. That's oh, crazy. Yeah, and then also the other thing, you think of Italy, you just think of food. Everything's going to be this decadent right. seven-course. And no, they're normal people. Yeah. They're busy. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes dinner is burgers. Right. You know, like even in Italy. <laughs> they sometimes, got burgers yeah. over there? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's, it's just a sandwich night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even in Italy, sometimes it's yeah. just like, ah, see what we got. I don't mm. know. Yeah. There's got to be leftover something. Oh, yeah. And as soon as you see that happen a few times, you go like, oh, okay. Just, it's just people. It's just normal yep. people living normal lives. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what was the best thing that you ate over there? Oh, so food I mean, the pizza was next level. And now, I will say now, the pizza that you can find here is the same. But I'm from small town Ohio. Okay. So okay. I was from a place where pizza was Domino's right. or like the uh, there yeah. was yeah there was maybe one bar that had some decent mm. pizza. So I go to Italy and all of a sudden I'm having this super thin light crust stuff, very si- similar right. to what you would get now at like Fiamma mm-hmm. or Fiorella. Right. Um, those that is very much what pizza was like, but that was my first experience with that. And then also the toppings in Italy are way more extensive than here. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, here pizza toppings what pepperoni, sausage, mushroom, pepper, etc., sure. etc. Et right. There, I mean, you get like an egg on your, you know, yes. quattro formaggi, yeah, yeah. Uh, patatine fritte. You can get French fries on your pizza. Yes, oh. yes, like all yes. kinds of just whack. Mm-hmm. They, the toppings was basically anything we have in the kitchen is fair game as far mm-hmm. as what we'll throw on your pizza. Really? You just you let us the, know. Did you ever get the pizza marinara with the seafood on it? Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, so oh, good. Oh, yeah. They'll throw anything on, right? Mm-hmm. Anything they got, they'll throw on. And, yeah. and so that was cool. They were also very creative and inventive, but I think a lot of it came down to the dough. Yes. yes. That, yeah, just that light, fluffy, and then also the idea that you would get a pizza to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. the pizzas were made for one person. It was one meal. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now, I still do that to this day here, <laughs> but <laughs> you're not supposed to, I don't think. <laughs> That's right, yeah. There you are actually supposed to. <laughs> That's right. That's like the, the Chinese food that you order, right. and they give you three forks, and I'm like, you no, say, this no, is this this is me. just me. Oh, <laughs> my God. How embarrassing is that? Or the other fat guy move, which is, uh, yeah, I'll have the number one large. And then, uh, oh, I forgot. She also need, I need a number two also. <laughs> she wanted me to bring her home. And I yeah. literally say that into the speaker. Really? Like, ex- extra large fries. <laughs> yeah. Both of them. No, I, yeah, I've done the combos and be like, actually, I don't, I don't need all those drinks. You know, it's just for me. I, I don't really care. <laughs> I just I just get water. See, yeah, they can't say anything. It's like, oh, two waters. 
zero calories. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going Baja Blast if they got it, though. But Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Oh. Like one Baja Blast, one yeah. water. Yes. <laughs> what is it Mountain Dew? Because I'm pretty sure it's crack. And I oh, don't think that I'm, <laughs> I, I, don't, I yeah. don't think you have to edit that out because yeah, I think yeah. it's just true fact. It's, oh, either, yeah, it's either that. It's like caffeine and meth or something mm-hmm. like that. It's insane. they got to be putting a touch of meth in there. There's so much. Yeah. There's it's something so about addictive. drinking a Mountain Dew that gives me six hours worth of energy that right. I don't understand. Yeah. 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 No, like 50 years from now, like how we talk about like the original Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. Like, remember they put used to put cocaine in <laughs> yeah. that? They were like, remember Mountain Dew had yeah. meth in it? <laughs> <laughs> and then you like... Like you get like what the Mexican? Can I say this? The Mexican Mountain Dew has meth in it. Still. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you you're the only one who can say that. Right. <laughs> like, they think I don't know. Like the Mexican Coke has yeah, like, it the still sugar, has a real the sugar, real sugar yeah. right? But they're <laughs> like, oh, you get that uh, throwback Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's just like a poppy flower in it. <laughs> the old formula. <laughs> no, it's so true. Um, I eat a lot. I mean, uh, what pizza wise in Rochester? You mentioned uh, Fiamma. You mentioned Fiorella. Mm-hmm, Does, yeah. Definitely some of our favorite pizzas yes. here. Any other spots you want to shout out that you're a big fan? I of? I mean, if somebody comes to me and they say, "Bring me to the best pizza in Rochester," yeah, I'm probably taking them to Fiamma. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's not always necessarily feasible. I have a three year old. Yeah. Um, yep. Tough to bring them out to dinner. I don't think I think Fiamma. Do they do to go pizza? I don't even know. I've never mm. tried to go pizza, but. May have like during the height of the pandemic. Sure, I'm not yeah. sure if they do now, but that's like a sitting pizza. Like, yeah, you and that, sit yeah. Down I'm pretty sure that that dude is pretty famous for not wanting anything altered whatsoever about right. his menu. So, like, mm-hmm. I think he wants you eating it there. So, yeah. what I'm getting to is, if it's a home, we're gonna eat pizza at home night. Probably Pontillo's. Is, okay, is a, my mm-hmm. go-to. What about you guys? Uh, I like Fiorella if I have the time. The pr- the only sit issue down. with Fiorella yeah. is like. The time to sit down and also, you know, the hours are like they're like Wednesday to Saturday or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So uh, if I want pizza on a Monday. On a Monday. Nobody's open on Monday. <laughs> Nobody's well, open on Monday. <laughs> yeah. That's when yeah. you got to go to your like your Pontillo's yeah. or something. Right. right. Yeah. Swan Dive. Has oh, amazing yeah. Pizza. And you remember the I just cheese sticks they did. Oh, they still do those yeah. cheese sticks? No. They don't do the, the cheese menu. sticks? They may, they may put them back, but it was a limited menu when I was there last time. Mother I was Those I was cheese mad. sticks were so good. They were giant-ass yeah. cheese sticks. Yes. And then my favorite thing about that family, too, was somebody bitched about the cheese sticks on, like, Yelp or something. Really? And, and like, one of the owners wrote <laughs> a five-paragraph rebuttal. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the history of fried mozzarella, basically. Oh, my gosh. And that's I amazing. It. I, loved I love it. that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go that. on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I would strongly suggest uh, checking out Strange Bird. Mm. Uh, we, we, I went there. I've been there twice already. The kitchen is, like, fully up. They've got, like, a you know, they we saw we saw them when they were building the pizza oven. Well, the oven was the first thing that was there. Yeah, they can't really like move that in. No, no, no. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, they were basically building the kitchen around the oven, and uh, it true. was well worth it. Okay. I've already had like three pizzas. I haven't there. been there yet. I gotta go. We yeah. might go there. You go. Do you know yeah. if they do take out? They do take out. Okay, yeah. great. They do take. Out. It's yeah. just. Uh, do you guys have kids? 
Nah. Okay, so the three-year that's the thing is a three-year-old will throw a damper in your ability to go out to eat. Right. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So you and need the, the, the takeout Yeah, option. that's where I'm at right Have now. Have you tried Peels on Wheels yet? Oh, Peels. We're oh, huge Peels on Wheels. Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. Yes. Yes. How I, can I forget? Yeah, I think most <laughs> conversations, I think, you know, you, you got to go Fiorella, mm. uh, Fiamma. I haven't been to enough to speak on behalf mm. of myself, but uh, Peels on Wheels, Ooh, I think, so uh, you know, I mean, Luis is awesome. No doubt. He's just uh, a he's Student of the game. Yeah, like he's a perfectionist. Yeah, I told him he should call himself the Pizza Rizza. <laughs> so yes, I, the Rizza. Yeah. Yes. So I will tell you about this. About, so that pizza is fantastic. And it is probably, from what I can tell, and I could be wrong because I could be fact-checked on this, but I do <laughs> do food cost for a living now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I buy food at wholesale prices. And I will say probably pound for pound, it is the actual best pizza in Rochester. Wow. Yeah. His ingredients yeah. that he's using are the actual most expensive which usually means best but most expensive mm-hmm. ingredients you can find oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> no definitely no he doesn't he every detail of that pizza is chosen out you know he's not mm-hmm. like uh whatever tomato sauce or no. whatever onions no he, no these are like you know he's like the guy that like goes to the market and he's like looking at the right. vegetables <laughs> yeah. and he's like Meh. you know he's like picking out every single that's tomato. gonna be that's gonna be his commercial right there it's just yeah. him in the in the uh, in the ape, just like picking tomatoes, yes. and basil. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. He uh, just the detail that goes into it, and it, like uh, speaking of like the Italian style, you know, um, he's making all the different ones, very mm-hmm. rustic. Um, mm. He does uh, uh, the the grandma style over it's, there. Yep. Yeah, so he did a Detroit style for us. Oh yeah, well, the Motor City Wednesdays, I think he does, mm-hmm. and then it's Thick Thursdays where he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. I think the grandmas and With maybe the Pasha style. <laughs> yeah, so he, I don't know, uh, he he could do anything really. Yeah, he's an artist. He's really it. a pizza artist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. And he's gotten really good at pumping them out fast too, because I remember at the beginning, because I'm, sli- oh, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of buddies with him, and yeah. and I had him on my podcast too, and uh-huh. it was at the beginning, and and he was, you know, they he was really every pizza had to be perfect, and so mm-hmm. and it was great because they were perfect, and he was doing an awesome job, mm-hmm. but the volume, right? It was yeah. like right. it was hurting them, and now he's like also doing volume, mm-hmm. yeah. Like he's got it yeah. down to a science. But even now. when we talked to him, he was just like. I make a certain amount of dough. Mm-hmm. I have yep. this amount. He's like, and when we're, when we're sold out, we're sold out. And he's mm-hmm. like, I've planned everything for this amount of yes. pizza, and that's it. You yeah, know? yeah, good for him. So he's he's very much uh, about quality. Oh definitely. yeah, yeah. Which I which we appreciate that yeah. cool ass hot rod oven. Yeah, have, yes. you, have you been in there? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. is pretty it's bad. Gorgeous. Yeah. What about this? What's the shittiest? Now listen, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just be clear. I'm not necessarily at looking for names because we don't want to do name. I don't want to do name. I never, I, I, I never want ever, ever, ever want to shit on local business. Right. But one time <laughs> we we don't either. No, 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 we don't either. No, no, no. But one one time I I did one of those fad diets back in my radio days and yeah. it was just not working and I was just fucking starving yeah and i was like ready to <laughs> just eat whatever and i left the radio station went down Monroe avenue and it was the first thing i saw a little place called little caesar's ah <laughs> yes oh boy 
went through that drive through and I said, whatever you have. The give dri- me the I love that you go through the drive through yeah. yeah, you should not get drive through pizza. Give me your pizza. finest pizza. Yeah. You're like, uh, do you want fries with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known something when it was $5. Yeah. And they handed me an, an enormous pizza. Yes. Yeah. And I sat there and I ate what was basically just like a shell of bread with, I don't know, some cheese and sauce and stuff in it. And stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot a of salt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those pizzas are so salty. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, years ago, before I think uh, Little Caesars came here, um, they weren't, you know, they weren't in Rochester for a while. Mm -hmm. And they started to pop up. uh, My wife and I, uh, we were up in, uh, was it Niagara Falls up there? And they had one up there. You know how it's like kind of, you know, it's like uh, Las Vegas light up there. They have arcades and all this other bullshit, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, there's a little Caesars over here. I'm like, what was it? 15 years old. And Gotta like, try it. I was obsessed with the crazy bread. I right, wanted right. the crazy bread. Yeah. <laughs> so we finally found mm-hmm. it. It was the most disappointing thing I've ever done. Like yep. so much effort for like, what, what is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the best thing to come out of Little Caesars is a little cartoon dude. Yeah. Just about it. Pizza, pizza. Guy, pizza, yeah. pizza. They had excellent marketing. Yeah. Yeah. They got great marketing. Because they had a young Dario looking for a Little Caesars. That's, yes. That's, exactly. Mm-hmm. They uh-huh. got me. Yeah. yeah. I will say, um, even bad pizza, still pizza. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Yeah. I sat there and ate that pizza. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, I'm going to be like, uh, still going to eat it. (laughs) You ever do like gas station pizza or something? A Uh, a couple of times and same, same thing. Just like. (laughs) You're not going to get a decent quality pizza for Fast Track. It's just not going to happen. I, I've, I have an, an all, like, I've gone to an all-time low now, and that is occasionally stealing one of my son's pizza Lunchables. Oh. This, now, this is the absolute bottom of the barrel. See, that's that's <laughs> not pizza. That's, that's not, not pizza. No, this crackers with tomato sauce. <laughs> that's pretty much. That's pretty much. <laughs> that's the, now, that's rock bottom. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. lower. Yeah. You found it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Pizza combos. Oh, pizza, pizza combos. combos. Mm. Pizza combos. Yeah. <laughs> I can plow through some of those, though, with Mountain Dew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a that's a pair. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's perfect a road combo. trip pair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They should just come with Mountain Dew, honestly. You know, honestly. Stick it to the bag. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, no, there is there is amazing pizza in Rochester. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Uh, you know, check out some of the spots that we mentioned mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't already. We've had Fiorella on the show. So check that's a really good episode. Uh, yes. Shout out to Chef Gino and Allison over there. Um, we he's. I, I feel like every pizza place that we talk to, the obsession over the dough, which is what yeah. you mentioned mm-hmm. too, Bali, uh, is it's key. And I, I feel like. Even with like a sub or a sandwich, the mm-hmm. bread, it's all about the bread. It's always the It's key. all about the dough. You know, it makes it. It really does. It's yeah. the vehicle that everything else is riding on. Right. And, right. and uh, I don't think people always, they never talk about the dough. I mean, pizza makers talk about the dough. Oh, yeah. But regular people don't. They talk about the toppings and the cheese and crap. Right. But the mm-hmm. dough is what the pizza makers talk right. about. Yes. And that's how you know. You know, it's like if you're ever in another city and you go to a place called Jim's pork chops or something mm-hmm. you order the pork chop jim is recommending the pork chop that's right. in the name of his restaurant right when you hear the pizza makers talk about the dough that's how you know that's the important part yes that's right. yeah that's the yes. expert yes yeah. anyway all right yeah no 100 <laughs> percent. yeah no uh yeah we get luis on here he could 
talk about dough for an hour yeah. if we let them. <laughs> so we should just have Gino and Luis get in here and we'll have like yeah, a we'll dough Yeah, we'll have talk. a dough off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dough talk with Dario and Chris. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, speaking of dough, shout out to the dough boys too. Yeah. 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 Jim uh, and Anto, the dough mm-hmm. boys, uh, they're awesome too. Shout out to the Richmond. Big fan of those guys too. Yeah. I think I know. I'm. I think I'm getting pizza tonight now. Uh, <laughs> it was funny. I was actually talking to my wife last night, and uh, <laughs> we're just joking about how I always want pizza. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I always do. Right. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with her is that she wants it like once a month, maybe. Yeah. Right. And so it's like something that I can't say. Like it's the word that I can't say <laughs> in the house. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what do you feel like tonight? And I'm like. Uh, I don't know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, were you gonna, were you gonna say pizza? Was it pizza? I'm like, I didn't even say it. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but I mean, I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's so, you know, it's so versatile. You know. Yeah. So, uh, so much good. It's good for all all meals. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about sauce. Yeah. Let's do it. Sauce. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, we I've had your sauce before. It's mm-hmm. great. I think um, Thank you. I'm trying to think which sauce. I, I think it was uh, the original, the OG, which is the is it the grandpa style? It's the grandpa marinara. Brought yeah. you guys a couple of jars today. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. That's the original. Excellent. It's a red sauce, but the cool thing about that sauce is that it is everything that you would that you can grow in this climate at some point during the year. So mm-hmm. I mentioned about him being very proud to be American. Yeah. It's, you know, green bell peppers and it is uh, onion, you know, stuff you grow here, basil, parsley, oregano, and the tomatoes. It's Roma tomatoes, not the Ooh. imported San Marzano. Uh, yeah, so a lot yeah, of times yeah. when someone's trying to impress you with how great their sauce is, they'll tell you they use San Marzano tomatoes. Mm-hmm. San Marzano tomatoes are fantastic tomatoes. But mm-hmm. this sauce uses Roma tomatoes because that's what grandpa actually grew. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So he was growing this just like at his house and just like harvesting all those ingredients by himself. Well, he had a big garden, like like the old Italian mm. people do, right? Yeah, he had a yeah. giant garden in the back. Mm. And then he would also once a year he would go to a place called Mason's Farm in again, I'm from Northeast Ohio. So this mm-hmm. is in this was actually across the border into Pennsylvania. Oh. And we would get a, a few bushels of tomatoes and then right around the end of August, early September. And actually before mm. I ever started the sauce business, I would always take the week of Labor Day off, the Tuesday mm-hmm. through Friday, and I would that's what I would go home and we'd pick the tomatoes on a Tuesday, we'd kind of lay them out and evaluate them on a Wednesday, we'd boil them down on the Thursday and get them all canned by the end of the week. And that was one of my favorite memories ever. But that's how he started. Is he, would, nice. and he would try to can enough tomatoes for a year. But the poor guy also had to go well beyond a year because then all the cousins and aunts and uncles would come over and ask him for quarts of sauce. So right. he was constantly giving it right. away, too. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, so he had his own business. He didn't even know it, though. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, one of the other things I noticed on your website and obviously on your, your label, you know, you see homemade quite a bit yeah. on mm-hmm. everything. But yours is homegrown. Right. <laughs> right. Homegrown. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing. I always get somebody who walks up to me every festival I do who goes, who goes uh, oh, where do you grow your marinara? Here's what I mean by that. Here's what I mean by that. Yeah. Okay, so obviously it is created in a commercial mm. facility. So in the last couple of years, we became I became a processor, a co-packer. Basically mm. means we make sauce for a whole bunch of other people. If you have right. a, a sauce you want to make, you can come to us and contract us to make your sauce mm. for you. That's what we do. And we have some brands we make that you would have heard of. Um, some of them are confidential, and that's their right. They have the right to choose confidentiality. And the other ones, 
you know, whatever I can mention they love. So, like, we make Sticky Lips barbecue sauce. Ah, That's a good one. What? Nice. Agatina's pasta sauce. Those are a couple of ones that those guys mm-hmm. are They're like, yeah, Polly, anytime you want to mention us, mention us. So, yeah. um, what I mean by homegrown is, um, so we have a sauce plant with these kettles, like you would have at home, except for much, much bigger. And literally when we make our sauce, we will start by putting oil in the bottom of that, and we will put our onion, our peppers, our garlic in there, and we will saute that prior to putting in the tomatoes, spices will go in, like you would make it at home. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I do when Same I make process. sauce. Same process. Same exact process. Wow. A bigger processing plant might do something like have all those things created ahead of time and then pump them all into a kettle right at the right. last minute. Not that there's anything wrong with that because there's certainly manufacturing efficiencies that, are, that I envy with that process, mm-hmm. but it's how I think our sauce is really good. Because it is actually made the exact same way you would make it if you were going to go home and make it right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really cool that you don't mess with that at all. You're like, these are the steps that your grandfather did, and you, yeah. don't, you don't mess with that. And those are my yeah. corny little moments, too, where I get to feel good is in the morning. Because I get to work pretty early. Yeah. Um, I'm usually there about 530. And I will oil. I'll get the oil in, and I'll get those things sauteing really early in the morning. And when it's like 615 in the morning on a fucking tuesday or something and mm-hmm. it smells like that yeah and i'm like this is my job right <laughs> that's cool i love that so you, you never get tired of that i never yeah. get tired of yeah. that that's great yeah, yeah my computer never smells like that no it's a shame <laughs> yeah. i mean that's that's the coffee in the morning right? yeah like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i get to do wealth management oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's my job, guys. Uh, this doesn't pay the bills. I think everybody thinks that, <laughs> that this no, is our full we're living. Job, no, this is just how we're getting our food. This is our food budget right here. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, this is our fine budget. Honestly, yeah. this is all that is. But yeah, no. So you're out in Bergen. We're is? in Bergen. Yeah, yeah, we have a five thousand square feet. Not huge. Not tiny, but tiny compared to you know. Yeah. People when they think of like sauce making plants, they'll think of Ledestri. Yeah. So my mm-hmm. whole plant is the size of Stephanie Ledestri's office. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Very small. Not like that. <laughs> yeah. But in theory, it's the same type of business. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, we make all kinds of stuff. We make I, last count, it maybe about sixty different clients. And probably close to a couple hundred different recipes oh. of uh, co-packing for other people, which I love doing that. It's something that I have definitely found passion in, other than just making sauce, is helping you either bring your brand to life or helping an existing brand, like somebody like Sticky Lips or Agatinas that I mentioned, mm-hmm. taking an existing brand like that and helping them go into a whole different world. Because everybody knows those restaurants, right? right. Everybody knows Sticky Lips. Everybody knows Agatinas. But they think of it, it's a restaurant. Yeah. The idea that you could get their bottled sauce somewhere is a whole different arm for them. So it's fun for me to work with somebody. I love entrepreneurs. It's fun for me to work with entrepreneurs who are very determined and very good at the thing they do. Help them extend into a new world because I know that they're going to put 100% behind it. Yeah. And I love watching them do it. And then I get to watch how they work and then just basically learn from them. Amazing. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Now, shout out to You guys Agatina. got a sauce you want to make? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now I think we have to. Right? Yeah. The official sauce of the podcast, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking in our biata, something nice and spicy. Okay. Yeah. I think that. we should yeah. do that. Okay. We can do it. We can go all, but we can do barbecue. We can do hot sauces. We can do anything. Mm. If it's liquid and it's in a bottle, we can do it. Mm. Except for, I should say, other than beverages. 
So yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't need beverages. Yeah. I got all that Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shout out to our new sponsor, Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. That got 18 mentions on this episode. <laughs> well, I can't remember what we said before and after we were recording. So yeah. this, is just, <laughs> this is just a Mountain Dew podcast. Yeah, now. Mountain Dew, if you're listening, reach out to us, please. Uh, yeah. Send us a case. We uh, have no problem sponsor- <laughs> with sponsorship. Yeah. Just, you know. Give us, give us some cases. Well, we'll get it done. I'm trying to have a kid. I mean, Mountain Dew's gonna murder my my sperm. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I saw. But you'll I have enough it. money yeah. to afford the kids. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, I will take that. That's interesting. True. Yeah, That's smart. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no, it's awesome that you're, you know, that you're able to uh, help local businesses. You know, um, it's really cool. I mean, we have. There's a couple of like. I guess they call them like gypsy breweries. I think that's like a, it's a thing that's, uh, so it's like, yeah. uh, if, if there's a, a brewery that doesn't have a canning facility or mm-hmm. something like that, there's spots that will lend their spot. Oh yeah, know, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, that's really cool to see that you're doing that. Well, same. A lot of people thing. remember custom brew crafters, right? Yeah, it's yeah. very similar. That's yeah. basically exactly what we do. Yes. Um, and now I think, yeah, I, I don't know what is public and what's not. I'm pretty sure it's public that like rock brewing does some of that or young lion. Oh, yeah, does some yeah. of that. They mm-hmm. do co-packing for other breweries exactly mm-hmm. as you're describing. Yeah. It's a great business and it's weird because it's a business that some people just don't realize exists. Mm-hmm. I think anytime someone sees something with the bottle with that name on it, they, they probably assume that they made it mm-hmm. um, themselves. They did mm-hmm. in a way they did i mean it's their right. recipe it's their specification right mm-hmm. but the actual act of manufacturing it is it's a cool mm-hmm. little world and i'm nerdy about it but you know i can see by the look in your eyes that i should just stop because you're gonna oh no it sounds it. like you know what it kind of sounds like it sounds <laughs> like a um like a culinary we work basically <laughs> where you're like using somebody else's facility but Pretty you're good. getting your shit done yeah that's a good yeah. i never thought of that you're right it's kind of like that <laughs> yes it is collaborative space right? yeah totally yeah. and the other cool thing is i get to see these people come in because all, all the time anytime we start with somebody we mm-hmm. always want them in at the beginning because we got to make sure we get it right right and they know how to get it right. Mm-hmm. right so it's their recipe and it's their process so again i never want to take credit that we make it we mm-hmm. just follow their specifications right but you get to see them come in and do their thing. And so mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're next to some big names making very famous things, or at least locally famous yeah. things, and you're getting to see how they do it. And I'm like, this is kind of cool, man. Yeah. This is cool. And I wish I could give more specific examples, and I will off the air. But uh, one other small thing, I'm a loud mouth, and I'll talk to anybody about anything, but there is a realm of confidentiality in that world that you oh, have yeah. to watch out sure. for mm. and so you know there's no. examples i'd love to give that i we, can't we but. get the same thing with uh the coffee roasting world too oh yeah you know yeah. i'll you know I, i've done that before mm. i go i go oh who roast your coffee and they're like huh i can't really say that yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and yeah. i'm like i go oh is it uh this person and they're like how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Because like, I know like, things. Exactly. I'm like, uh, yeah, exactly. I was like, we're kind of in the biz, okay? Mm. Uh, we talk to people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> On and off the air. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's awesome. It's really cool uh, to, to see the process. Yeah. I mean, I was always obsessed. I don't know, um, growing up, we would watch um, How It's Made, something yes, like that. Yes, yes. I like used a, to love that show. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, what was the other one? Uh, Unwrapped is another one mm-hmm. that I would we would watch that. Mm-hmm. I just like love the process of how things are made. You yeah, know, it's so cool. Well, now my life has gone so far down the tubes that I watch those shows and I get jealous of the machinery that they uh, have. <laughs> I'm, yes. like, I'm like, oh, look at the look how easy it was for them to put the cap on that bottle. Right, <laughs> it just clamped right on the bottle. Oh God! And then I'll Google and I'll call some manufacturing reps, and it's like, oh yeah, we can get you one of those. Be eight hundred thousand dollars. Right. Oh my God. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta watch. Uh, I think that on the History Channel they have another one that's like what, like American Giants or something like that. But it's mm-hmm. like you know popsicles, like the the invention of like ice cream, mm-hmm. and it's like some guy squeezing some shit into a carton. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, like that, that's better, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen oh five. Right. <laughs> well, ma- American manufacturing's come a long way. Food yeah. manufacturing mm-hmm. because it is very automated now. You know, we mentioned Ledestra. You go in there and you'll see eight hundred bottles a minute flying by yeah. and it's unreal but a lot of it did start with very manual labor right a yeah. lot of those companies have those stories yeah yeah, yeah. of hand packing into cans and sealing them yes. one by one yeah that's mm-hmm. did you ever do that oh yeah, yeah. oh god yeah we did it like for in years. the beginning yeah. yes we hand packed everything for years oh yeah and then even when i bought the manufacturing facility we started with hand packing yeah mm-hmm. the very first thing we did is we basically buckled down and said we have got to work our asses off and and bust our we got to bust our asses towards being able to afford automation right we need mm-hmm. a, a that production. was the goal yeah. that was the goal and then we did that and that's great but now there's the, this is the hard thing about manufacturing is there's always the next piece of equipment right. oh, yeah. that you can get that will just take you to the next level and it's mm. always more expensive than you want it to be sure <laughs> always yeah, Ugh, yeah. Gun. anyway i mean so now. how was it uh you know kind of pulling the trigger on the factory itself it's scary as shit yeah. everything is scary as shit the whole thing it's been the most fun, invigorating ride of my life. The last seven, we've been seven and a half years about since we started the sauce business. But the whole thing, the whole time, it's like being a stand-up, I would think, right? Yeah. You, you at some point, you're just out there, and it's just you. Right. And you're mm-hmm. going to fall on your fucking face sometimes. Oh, yeah. That right? happens. <laughs> yeah. It does. <laughs> and, you, and I would say, you know, resilience, because I would assume that that's the same thing from your world, right? Is the resilience of getting through a terrible show and being like, well, I'm going to do it again. Right. Yeah, right. right. Well, it's, it's half... I mean, not more than half of it is just believing in yourself, right? Right. And yeah, believing right. in your product, right? That you mm. know it's great, that people are going to buy it, right? Yeah. 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 And it's chips all in, and then you hope your bet pays off. And then right. chips in again, and you just kind of do that over and over. Yeah. And you grow, and every once in a while, you, you lose a hand, and you're like, mm-hmm. chips are gone. You know, but I... See, I really admire your world, too, with that kind of, because the resilience in entrepreneurship, to me, stand-ups, do you consider yourselves to be entrepreneurs or not? Because I kind of do. I see it. Uh, I mean, kind of. Like, for me, I, I went into it as a hobby. Yeah. So, like, when I do get, like, paid for gigs and stuff, it's great. But, like, I never thought of it as, like, you know, I'm going to do this, you know, for the rest of my life. But, like, it did springboard me into, like, a bunch of other things, like writing, mm-hmm. um, doing, like, emceeing different events when I when I was asked, like, all types of different things. Uh, Dario, I think you may have been, like, thinking of it as, like, a second career. Uh, yeah. No, definitely. It, it's something that I don't think I can ever stop doing, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of my thing. Aside. Where does that come from? Does it come from the adrenaline of the great show that gets you through the bad show? Yeah, I mean, uh, 
the, the great shows are they, they definitely outweigh you know I, I think it's like one in ten you know I think lately mm-hmm. especially people are so excited to be at a live event mm-hmm. uh, you know and the shows that we've been doing the ones that we've been putting on have been amazing uh, I've just been kind of all over the place lately, all over, like, uh, you know, central, western New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been having fun out there. It's mm-hmm. been a lot of fun. I think, yeah, it's the adrenaline. It's the fun. It's uh, just I like trying new stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, if I have a thought right before I get and I hold the mic, I'll I'll say it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. It, it, it's so crazy having, like, that thought in your brain and then saying it and making people laugh it's just mm-hmm. it's something that you can't really explain to people unless you do it you know do you let the do you let the audience tell you what's funny or are you sometimes like this is a funny premise it didn't work last night and fuck that i don't care i'm doing it again tomorrow night because it's funny and i don't care what anyone yeah. says <laughs> oh i do both, I do I do both. both. it really depends like <laughs> <laughs> you know i got i got a couple of jokes that will like kill like you know in like three audiences and then that one audience was like oh no my my humor is a little bit darker than dario's dario's like all happy and shit <laughs> most of the time i i go straight for the gallows humor uh-huh. so like some people are just like oh mine you know clutching <laughs> their pearls and shit so you know sometimes sometimes a joke doesn't land and it's because like the punchline just like reminded them of something really dark yeah <laughs> some people like there will be like one person in the back that'll be laughing their ass off. It's like, well, I guess this joke was for you, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sometimes they're not for everybody. Yeah, yeah. If you get that one person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll just like talk to that one person, but for the rest of the set. Yeah. Snipe sniping jokes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this one's like just for that guy, and yeah. then this joke is just for that lady over there. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Um. I've been building a half hour, uh, and I might record something this year, actually. Nice. But uh, we'll see if that happens. But, um, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying a lot of new stuff. I'm building uh, a set. I have an act now, but I always get tired of doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you've heard, you know, what my, Chris, uh, you've heard, like, kind of what my act is. But yeah. every time I get up there, I'm doing different stuff. And I love that because I want to continue to add, to evolve, to, like, change things. Keep it interesting for our audience, too, people that have been coming out quite a bit. We get, like, these repeat people. I'm like, oh, all right, I guess I'll do new stuff, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, when you see somebody, does that ever happen when you see somebody in the audience who you know is there for the second time? Yeah. And you're like, fuck, they're going to realize that none of it's <laughs> improvised. It's all, not that none of it's improvised. Yeah. So you're improvising <laughs> some, but they're yeah. going to realize that this is actually a planned yeah. set. Because right. I think part of the magic with stand-up is you go and you think that the guy's just up there just kind of, I don't know, yeah. just kind of riffing. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you've got it planned and... And if I go if I go on a Friday night and then I'm like I had a couple drinks I'm gonna stick around for the second show see what and then right. all of a sudden I'm sitting there and it's like oh it's all the same stuff yes right. exactly the same thing <laughs> yeah yeah there's a different you do it like the like even like 24 hours later uh-huh. like I'm just gonna expect the same thing a month a month later 
I'm expecting some new hits. Switched it up a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, just tweak it a little bit. How do you judge the shelf life on a joke? How do you know when it's time that it gets it's out of the set? <laughs> I love that you're interviewing us. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> it's such a cool world. That yeah. You live in. No, I mean, uh, we did shows over the summer with mm-hmm. uh, Le Petit Boutine. Shout out to them, Ronnie and Lizzie. Yes. Uh, restaurant opening soon. Uh and I want to do that again. Hopefully, uh, we're able to do that again this coming summer. Yes. But we did a collaborative event. We did two in the, the Good Luck Garden, and then we did two in, like, uh, the garden next to Bitter Honey. It was outdoor. The, yeah. We pulled up the food truck. It was amazing. Awesome. And I want that to become, like, a Rochester thing. I want to be like, hey, it's summertime. We're mm-hmm. going to see that show again coming yeah. on. Yeah. They were great. They were super successful. People loved it. So hopefully we bring those back. But yeah, uh, the I'm reason I bring it up. Is that I was doing a set on every show. I was doing like 15 minutes on every show. And we did like four or five of them. I think four over the summer. And I did a different, completely different set every single time. And it was like a kind of a challenge to myself. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, I wasn't doing really any shows. Those were like the only show that was happening. Yeah. And uh, it was just like a challenge. Be like, hey, uh, I'm going to sit down and uh, see if I can just craft another solid 15 minutes and uh i feel like i was able to right you did yeah yeah and it was uh, it was fun uh doing that and you the, the fun in that is to is that you earn material right mm-hmm. it's like when you try something new and you can go up there and try do the same thing every night you know works you get those laughs blah blah, blah right you know the beats you know where people are supposed to laugh but if you go up there and you try something new you're like, oh, well, I got something else. I got a new toy to play with, right? right. And like, and if you do that all the time, mm-hmm. you take that risk. Uh, and any young comics, I don't know if anybody wants to try comedy that's listening, uh, take risks. Yeah, you know, do something uh, that you thought of, uh, you know, just the other day, or you know, something that's not complete. Sometimes I write on stage. It's called like, you know, that's mm-hmm. a thing. Or like, you know, you just kind of riff, you go in this direction, you know, choose your own adventure type of thing. So do you actually write or do you like do, is it bullet points? Oh, I, so. Or is it literal word <laughs> for word? Here's how I. It, for most of my jokes, they're bullet points. Mm-hmm. Like I got like, I do outlines because like half the time I don't even know what I want to say. Like I'll just put like a topic down and then. I'll like riff off of it or like I had like something funny that I said about the topic and I'll just like write the end of it and then just Mm -hmm. like I'll see how I feel about it on stage because sometimes you get on stage and you're looking out at the audience and then you're like I don't know if this is going to translate well (laughs) (laughs) I could imagine I could see that totally because like things in my head they make perfect sense but like I need a lot of help so (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, um, I, some jokes I write out, some I don't. I mean, like I said, sometimes uh, things just come to me in the moment, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, depending on the crowd, if it's a hot crowd, you know, I, I like to just be silly and just like, I don't know, just like I, I mm-hmm. kind of like just get in. Hot crowd, you mean basically they're laughing at everything. Exactly. Like, yeah, this, is yeah, just, yeah. this is working. Yeah. And you know you can try something maybe mm-hmm. there. Right. They're like yeah. just kind of sold on you, sold on comedy, the whole experience, and they're like, they're in. You they're know, in. they yeah. bought in. 
which is the best type of crowd where you're like, oh, all right, well, you know, it, it, I don't know if this is going to hit, but we're going to try it because yep. these people are into it. So let's yeah. do it. You know, have you guys ever had to do a show at, and I, you know, I've emceed a million things. Yeah. Because my past in media, I still get asked to emcee things, which I love. I right. love emceeing. Mm-hmm. But have you ever done a thing in a big, big uh, venue, 300 people? And it'll be happy hour, and everyone's loud and drinking. And then there'll be just a little corner that they've set up with like two shitty little speakers and a microphone. <laughs> oh my God. And they'll be like, "Go ahead, go ahead, it's your turn." And and I'll be like, "Oh not, man, nobody's that's, listening." Yeah, <laughs> nobody's like half of our lives, man. <laughs> Hi, hello. Yeah. Hello. Can anybody? Yeah. None of you are gonna stop that's talking right. to each other. That's okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did. Um, we emceed an event here a couple of months ago. As yes. Well, I'm sorry. We're at the Merc on Main right yeah, now. Yeah, we're. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, the people listening. Yeah. Um, if you haven't checked out the Merc on Main, you definitely should. Mm-hmm. Uh, great restaurants here. Great space. Uh, the old Sibley building. They got the Sibley clock here. It's really yep. awesome. Check it out. Anyways, uh, we did an event here a couple of months ago. Uh, we we hosted the Latte Art Throwdown for mm-hmm. Rococo and Sapphire was the winner who we had on what last episode? La- right? Yeah, last two weeks ago, last yeah. week, something yeah. like that. And uh, that was really fun. It was. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what people expect sometimes mm-hmm. as far as these events go. Uh, I'm like, if you're bringing on two comedians, I mean, we're gonna crack jokes. <laughs> people are just staring at us blankly they're like just announce the next person right (laughs) like yeah i I see an opening for a joke here okay yeah (laughs) we're gonna taste it that's right yeah but uh no it's everything's fun i mean i i'm in a mode i mean i went down to brooklyn for four years to you know quotations try to make it type of thing mm-hmm. uh, so that was kind of my shot but whatever like i'm not giving up on comedy i was like no. i'm still invested in myself i still mm-hmm. believe in what i could do if you so. went to brooklyn for four years and did stand-up comedy then you you won that's a win <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you won yeah. i'm mean, yeah. not everybody's gonna be fucking you know i don't know jerry seinfeld i don't right. know who's the most popular comedian right right, right. who is it right now oh i don't know <laughs> it's probably between like Chappelle, jim gaffigan yeah uh, Bo Burnham, maybe. Bo Burnham. Yeah. 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 So not, yeah. It's not every single person can be LeBron, but tons of people play in the NBA, right? Oh, yeah. That's so, right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you went to Brooklyn for four years, then that's that's great. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. And it, like I said, it's something that I can never put down type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm constantly challenging myself, try to make it uh, interesting for myself, too, mm-hmm. you know? So, it's fun. We have fun. How mm-hmm. about this one? Because yeah. I think I can. This is where I can really. And when you just, yeah, you just feel like you're next to nothing when this happens. And I don't know if this has ever <laughs> happened to you, but I've done a few of these. <laughs> have you ever done a gig where there was literally four people there? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've done. I, I and they all chuckle. <laughs> oh yeah. Ugh. Or they just smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. let out a bellow just one bellow just yeah. do it yeah no yeah. actually i was doing a gig the other day and i was like <laughs> there were people there was nobody and then uh three people showed up and i was like oh i'm so happy like i'm on stage i'm so <laughs> happy you guys are here and i start going into my set and they don't laugh at anything <laughs> and i'm like you know what I, I'm not happy you're here. I said, you can go now. <laughs> like, you guys had great vibes before, and I was really happy. And now, I mean, I don't know. The vibe's up. Why you were here. <laughs> oh, jeez. It uh, used to happen in radio all the time. It would be like all week we'd promote we're going to be at such and such bar from 6 to 8 on 
Or no, actually, six to eight on Saturday would have been great. Yeah. A lot of times it would be two to four on Thursday. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody's coming to this. Right. And then I'd go to the place from two to four on the Thursday. The owner who paid a bunch of money for us to be there would be like, all right. And then three people come. Uh, and I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is deflating. <laughs> this is a little deflating. <laughs> My, uh, a buddy of mine growing up, we would go to uh, the Midnight Madness at the House of Guitars. Every Monday. Oh you remember this? No, no, I'm not from around here. Oh, so I, okay. Yeah. So um, they used to do releases, music releases on mm. Tuesdays. That's when music, now it's like Fridays, and yeah. most, mostly yeah. Fridays, and then like people just release things whenever mm-hmm. with the internet age. But it used to be Tuesdays, so Monday nights, uh, a buddy of mine and I, we'd, uh, we'd stop at Taco Bell or something like that, mm-hmm. or Krispy Kreme when we had it here, and uh, we'd go over there. And uh, they would give out free pizza. I mean, it might have been Pontillo's or something nice. like that. And uh, there were always the same people there, but they weren't there. For, they would always get the pizza only or, like, or the free, you know, sticks tickets that they're yeah. giving out. Or they're like, oh, they're g- give me those REO Speedway. <laughs> 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 uh, always the same people, but, like, it's so funny. It's the same uh-huh. crowd. I, I met You've probably met these people. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I know mm-hmm. them by name. Yes. And, right. uh, as much as I would think, like, wow, that's weird that same person shows up, there'd be other times where I'd show up and I'd be like, thank God you're here. Yes. <laughs> that at least someone is that's here. That's too funny. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so what are you up to now? So you got you, you you got the factory. You're pumping out your sauce. Making sauce. Yeah. Um, trying to grow that. That's my main focus right now is on healthy growth. Mm-hmm. I think that like at the beginning it was the growth was fast, very fast, and yeah. that seems good. But actually, it's not always good if you're growing too fast. Right. right. Healthy growth. Looking for brands to help um, to help like local regional brands to take. And kind of just jump on or help them grow their brand. I love that. Of course, mm-hmm. we love making the dream come true. If you're somebody who's always wanted to bottle your hot sauce, you come. I love that kind of yeah. stuff too. Yeah. So yeah. it's a lot of that. And then you know, just trying to get the actual operations of a plant down. That's really what I spent most of 2021 doing was just how do you actually run a plant? And I still don't. I'm not by any means do I have every answer at this point. But I at least got the basics down of yeah. oh, this is how we're gonna run our manufacturing. I'm trying to learn that because I want to be able to just hand the keys to the manufacturing to my team, which I mostly have. I've got a great team of people. Yeah. And then I can go out into the world and just find brands to help grow. I love that. Yeah. That's my passion. So you're like, yeah. uh, you need your own shark tank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is my, uh, this is my hot tank. sauce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That, no, that would be good. See, yeah. That's a new podcast. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Actually, yeah. People pitching the products. And yeah, stuff. Mm-hmm. definitely. Like you get into the recipe and stuff, too. And, right. You know, but that shit, that's the shit where the freaking proprietary confidentiality uh, shit comes out. Right, right. Yeah, you can't they talk can, about it. But, I feel yeah. like they can still figure it out. Yeah. They, don't oh, yeah. li- they don't release all their secrets on Shark Tank. No, yeah. Right. So on Sauce Tank, maybe they won't tell sauce you. Sauce Tank. I'm telling you, it's going to be Sauce Ooh, Tank. Ooh, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Then somebody will take your uh, recipe and make an NFT out of it or something. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's what the kids are doing these days. But, uh, so that's great. So w- your sauce is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been pretty lucky with that. Is yeah. it just in New York or is it outside of New York? You can find it in Pennsylvania, like Connecticut, New Jersey a little bit. Ohio a little bit, just northeast Ohio, like where I'm from. Um, but really, it's Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse is our, that's the big three. Yeah. That's where most of the magic is happening at this point. So it's still very local, or at best regional. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, 
are you still coming up with new sauces that you're releasing? Yeah, actually, yeah. So I try to do one every year. Um, an idea that I totally stole from the, I sorry, borrowed from the brewery industry was <laughs> seasonals, you know, doing these seasonal right. quick releases. We're going to release this and then it goes away. Limited, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we do a lot of seasons. We do like butternut squash in the fall. We mm-hmm. do a summer sauce, like a tomato basil. And we do a winter wine and mushroom out right now. We use Finger Lakes Riesling. Cool. And then usually in the spring, um, we so I can tell you guys, it'll be the first time I've told anyone actually, um, the uh, the new flavor. So this year is the Rochester Rotary, where I'm a board member, and I was a Rotary Exchange student. Right. Um, you'll remember that. So I've been involved for a very long time. It's their 100th year with the Sunshine Camp. Uh-huh. Uh, if you don't know what Sunshine Camp is, basically... It's a summer camp for differently abled kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at the Sunshine Camp, we literally we have like a treehouse that a kid in a wheelchair can climb. Amazing. That's right? awesome. Or yeah. a rock climbing wall that a kid in a wheelchair can climb. There's Diabetes Week where every kid there has an insulin pump so that they're around only people that are like them. Wow. So for once, they're the normal kid, right? Yeah. Right, right. And so it's an amazing camp. And this year's the 100th year. And so I'm going to wow. do a sauce where we give a portion of the proceeds to the uh, to the Sunshine Camp. Mm-hmm. Um, the artwork was actually done by a. I don't even know if I have my phone on me. I could. Sh- I'll show you after. The artwork was done by um, a Rochester Rotarian, and it was a paper quill. Do you know what I mean by paper quill? Do you ever see that? It's where you take a ton of little tiny pieces of paper mm-hmm. and fold them up and create a piece of art. Oh, of I've seen that before. It's insanely okay. time. Consuming. I think I saw a TikTok of that. Yeah, <laughs> it is insanely time mm-hmm. consuming, and your hands have to be like. A surgeon like I could never do it just because mm-hmm. my hands will shake yeah and so a Rochester Rotarian who does that in her spare time uh, Megan Aloyacek she actually created that piece of art so we're gonna use that we've got the logo for the sunshine camp and the actual sauce itself is uh, one of the tastiest but like healthiest sauces we've ever done so it's gonna be roasted red bell pepper mm-hmm. roasted eggplant and it's got some cherry tomato in it as well mm. um, it's a, gonna be a vegan sauce it's very healthy, but also very tasty because it's got all that produce in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so that I'm sounds actually, great. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. But that'll be a flash in the pan. We'll do that this year. We'll probably start around Literally, March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll probably start around March, and then by this time next year, we won't make it anymore. Do you find, uh, you know, like other people out there like hoarding that butternut squash? We like they know that it's out for a couple of months. Yeah, I'm yeah. super <laughs> flattered by it too. Where yeah. people people will do that exactly. That's that. so funny, and yeah. it kind of works. I, I don't. I mean. It's hard for me to say it's not a marketing scheme at all because it is. Because I can I get butternut squash in March? I can. I right. can get mm-hmm. if I really wanted to. But there's something about seasonality I think that just makes it extra cool. Yeah. So yeah. So there are people who know it comes out in August mm-hmm. and it goes away in December. And if you want it, you better get it. And right. I love. I love. Yeah. It. I'm like that with. Uh, Pumpkin, you know, pumpkin. yeah, the beers. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love pumpkin. Yeah, every so single year. Southern I need Tier it. is one of my favorite breweries, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like same time. It's probably the same kind of schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. around August, but it seems like every year it gets earlier. So they've got yeah. the ones that yeah. come out every year, right? But yeah. then they they also do these occasional little collaborations yeah. that just come out once. Right. Yes, I love. I totally ripped that idea off the brewery industry. Yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> it's awesome though. It's cool yeah. too. Yeah, because yeah. it gets people excited. They mm-hmm. know it's only going to be around for a minute, and then they'll like enter anticipate that again yeah too. and we did like a collaboration last year we did it with uh, living roots and pittsburgh dairy ah, the oh year nice. before that was with verns mm-hmm. um where we'll sometimes we'll that's how we'll spend our year is by promoting someone else's stuff we use living roots wine or two years ago we did the verns lost meatball sauce yeah and i think that's cool i love a collaboration too and breweries obviously are famous for their collaborations right so i just think there's a lot to be learned from that food not that food never does that but food does it less 
Right. Do, especially packaged food. Restaurants do it all the time. But packaged food does a lot less versatility. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's one advantage we have as a small plant is we can just change on a dime. We can just make it. Like, we can just do that sauce tomorrow if we yeah. wanted to. And bigger plants, there's a lot more at stake because the tanks are so much bigger. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love that about what we're doing. Right. Now. You can do like the small batch type mm-hmm. of thing. small batch, yeah. kind of on a whim. Let's try this recipe and see what happens. Yeah. 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 So uh, is the the OG, the grandpa style, that's still, is that the most popular style? That's still the most popular. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we did we did that one. And then there's the same exact thing, but it has meat in it. It's got Italian sausage. Those were like the two original OGs. Yeah. Um, there's a Rosa sauce, which is like a blush sauce. Yeah. Like a vodka mm-hmm. sauce. Mm-hmm. Spicy chunky veggie, which is your own. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the one yeah. I had. I yeah. had yeah. a jar so. in there for you. Nice. Yeah. 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 Can't wait to um, eat that. There's pizza <laughs> sauce and then there's Sunday sauce, which okay. is uh, like meat, wine, and cheese. Kind of okay. like a bolognese, but not the same thing. All right. Mm. And then uh, that's what's always out. And then we always have one of what I was just telling you about. One like random seasonal. Right. That's out there temporarily. That's cool. Yeah. That's great. Uh, something to look forward to then. And it's awesome that uh, I love the connection to the, the local businesses yeah. and the local organization. With the, the That's amazing. So we'll be looking out for that for sure. It's the only thing we have that we can do differently than a big company because a big company is going to be able to sell their sauce a lot cheaper than we can. Right. We, you know, we're never going to be able to compete on price. Um, it, it's, it's really all I can do is compete on local like we're here actually here it's actually being made here right and it's actually with the people that you do business with it's actually you walk into pittsburgh dairy well that's who we that's whose cream we're using yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's cool no i agree they're only leg up i guess yeah yeah no definitely have you found uh i i I was watching uh, reference the videos before, and I know at the same time, similar to the same time that you released uh, the, the grandpa, you were you had uh, a vegetarian one, right? Like a oh yeah, so a no meat sauce, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so right. glad you bring this up. Yeah. yeah. So actually, that's the one you're talking about—the vegetarian no meat sauce. Yeah. That's still our number one seller to this day. Ah, and that really? one is the one that I thought I was like, who's going to even? Yeah. I mean, in my head, that was the other sauce, and the Italian <laughs> sausage one, the one with meat in it. I was like, that's obviously the Hit. Right. right. My wife was like, eh, I don't want yeah. something with Italian sausage in it. I didn't trust it. I wouldn't try. I would just want like a regular <laughs> red sauce. And if I want sausage, I'll buy sausage. And I yeah. was like, nobody's going to think. And of course she was right. Ah. <laughs> number one seller for yeah. seven years. Because even in like the videos, you're scoffing at that. You're like, oh, we got this. That, mind you, <laughs> it was a different time. It but was. But now you see, I mean, uh, you know, we've had so many different like vegan uh, businesses yeah. on here. And, uh, you know, that population and that demographic, mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. not it only here, obviously, nationally, it's mm-hmm. blown up, but uh, especially here. That there's like a need and then there's a want for that. Yeah. Now, so. Oh, yeah. I remember we signed up for VegFest a few years ago. Yeah. They did it in, um, um, what's the part? Martin Luther King Jr. Park. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they did the VegFest for a day. And I, re- mm. and I could only bring our vegan sauces. And we have three. And so I remember going and bringing a few cases of each and thinking, oh, we'll dabble in this event. Mm. I was embarrassed. We sold out within like two hours of the event. Really? Amazing. And, and yeah, well, but it was it's amazing on one hand, but on the other hand, really embarrassing. Oh, that, yeah. That the, the thing is going strong, and all of a sudden, I'm closing my booth up because I don't have enough sauce. Right. So, yeah. But the strength of that community and how much they're craving and looking for things that fit is absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We yeah. actually have a guy 
Um, and this project is still very early on. So I'm not going to say the name of the brand. And also I would like to say you can't find this yet, but we're working on it. I think it's next, not this Monday, but the Monday after. We're going to do our first uh, whole food plant-based meat sauce. Really? Oh, like that's going to be amazing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going to use the be beyond great. ground, you know, right. beef. Yeah. And, uh, and the rest of the recipe will just be this particular brand's normal you know, garbage plate sauce. Yeah. I can't mm. say garbage plate. Never mind. You know what I mean? Plate, yes. Yes. plate yes. sauce. Yeah. Plate sauce. Yeah, yeah. plate <laughs> sauce. And we're going to put in the Beyond Beef and see if we come up with something. Because honestly, at this point, I think there's probably a little market for that. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely. No, there's uh, all the people we talk to, this community, I mean, they don't want to just eat a salad. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. They want they want diversity. Exactly. As much diversity as anybody else would have. So. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, it's not even a matter of just, like, replacing, you know, like, turning a burger into a cauliflower burger. It's about, like, having, like, actual variety right. that, like, tastes super good. Right. Not that and cauliflower burgers aren't good, but. No. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's the quality that yeah, comes it's, with that. Yeah, too. it's exactly. all about the quality. Exactly. That there was effort and a, a real recipe and real ingredients mm-hmm. were put into this as well. Yeah. It's not like just like here, <laughs> have an onion. <laughs> here's some here's some styrofoam <laughs> with some tofu sprinkled That's on right. it. Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, it, it's great to see because uh, I mean it, it's another thing that goes to accessibility too. Is mm-hmm. that uh, you know that 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 person that comes to your party or goes out to dinner with you is going to enjoy their meal just as much as anybody else at the table. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, totally. They should have options. You right. know? I mean, like you said, it's always the option. Some places you go, the option is just always, well, right. we have salad. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or here's a plate of cucumbers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're so right. I've seen that happen in real life. It's mm-hmm. embarrassing almost. You know who's famous for it is like, is like um, corporate events, like the caterer. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, we have a vegan at our table. Yeah. They just bring out a plate of vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say we had a rabbit at our table. Yeah, exactly. We said we had a vegan. <laughs> right. <laughs> seen it happen. Oh, <laughs> anyway. man. Yeah. No, it's good. It's great to see. Uh, you know, uh, Rochester's a great food community. Obviously, you guys listening know that. Mm-hmm. And we know that. Um, but uh, it, it's great to see it progress and evolve. Uh, in all the right direction. Yeah, that's so great. Absolutely. Seems like it, right? I mean, yeah. I moved here in 2007, and that was the birth of good luck. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so when I first moved to Rochester, if you ask somebody, what's a great restaurant? Uh, honestly, the answer I think I got, and it depends, obviously, who you ask. But remember, 2007, yeah. what, I, what the people told me was Mario's. Go to Mario's. Uh, oh, yeah, And yeah. nothing again. It was great. You know, good for them. It's mm-hmm. great restaurants. not there anymore or anything. I'm not saying it wasn't a great restaurant. Yeah. But that was like almost the old, the old, um, what do you call it? The old... Like Old Guard or old something? Guard. Yeah, that's exactly. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 And Good Luck was like the first of the new. Because there was yeah. like Good Luck and then Lento, I think, was right around the we same get, time. We uh, right Two Vine is another one. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. That, of the Old Guard of mm-hmm. nice restaurants? Yeah, well, it was one of the ones that kind of pushed in that direction mm-hmm. of okay. uh, just like different and yeah we we've talked about this before but like the if you look at like the family tree of chefs and restaurants there's so many connections to uh two vine definitely good luck owl house is another one yep. that comes up quite a bit so if you like be like oh well this person worked here now they own this business you know yeah, so it's, yeah. it's crazy to see that yeah they're it, all offshoots of the other ones exactly. yeah, you're so right about that you'll find That's that great. with mario's too I, I know mario's has come up with a couple of our interviews as well yeah 
yeah, yeah, people that used to work at Mara. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've had a few of those, but, you know, uh, Joe Zolniarowski, old, old yeah. Pueblo Grill and Nosh guy. He was a Mario's mm, that's guy. That's right. That's yeah. the one I'm yeah. thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's, and, uh, and I'm thinking Jay Speranza, the guy who owns Max's Chop House, Tony Galassi, he's uh-huh. famous. He's also kind of like a guy who spawned off a bunch of different chefs. And right. Now they're all doing their thing. Uh, Mark Cupolo from Rocco. That's right. Yeah, I think he was a descendant of Tony Galassi. I think Jay Speranza was as well. Mm-hmm. That's the Tony D's guy. Mm-hmm. And that's cool how that works too, right? Where they just, ah, yeah, I love it. It is cool how this city has really turned. And I think I came here right when it happened. Right. It seems like I came here right when that happened, right when stuff started to become. And I went to, uh, speaking of Tuvine, um, my very first day of work in Rochester, New York mm-hmm. was uh, October 1st, 2007. And it was the day that Rihanna came to Rochester. What? And what? she ate at Tuvine. Rihanna nice. was here? I didn't even know she was yeah. here. Oh, man. Well, but, you know, in radio. That's, that's hallowed ground over there. It is. Yeah. It is. Shout out to Red. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> rename it. They should have a, they should have a statue a to Rihanna. Plaque. Put yeah. a plaque. Like a, Just like a little umbrella. What, what, <laughs> they have the plaque at, uh, what's the place uh, that Obama visited? Um, oh, yeah. Magnolia. At, at Magnolia. Yes. They got a little plaque like, with his This sport. is what Rihanna ate. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I can tell you the one thing. I don't remember what she ate, but I remember she didn't eat until 10 o'clock at night. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Remember. That's yes. not right. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not right. right? <laughs> <laughs> That's when they eat. Yes. <laughs> That's when the stars eat. That's right. Right. They, they wait till ten o'clock. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, I remember my very first day of work in Rochester. Rihanna was here, and I was like, "This is gonna be cool." Yeah. And mm-hmm. of course, that never happened again. But that was <laughs> my first. Then Lil Wayne canceled. <laughs> yeah. oh my That's right. right. I saw Lil Wayne. He, I think the one time he came, he actually showed up. I was there. Right. Yes. I, mean, yeah. I never felt Blue more bad than I did for. Uh, t-pain at blue cross arena because if i remember correctly he was the one well actually there was a couple different times well didn't mm-hmm. he cancel twice Lil Wayne? yeah oh, he did cancel he, he twice came like three times but he th- i was at the yeah. one that he showed up okay to. yeah mm-hmm. i, I want to get this story right because i think i remember that it was the dkx djs who were like hosting the event mm-hmm. yeah they had to come out and actually break the news so i felt awful for them uh, they got like, boom. Yeah. but then t-pain came out right after that because it was the t-wayne weekend uh, oh and no t-pain was headlining the first night and lil wayne was headlining the second yeah. night and they announced at the end of the first night that like lil wayne wouldn't be there and t-pain comes out and he's just like oh, i'm so sorry everybody and people are turning and walking away and oh I remember no thinking, yeah, i remember thinking like wow like Yo, even he has to T-Pain. go through this shit uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. T Pain kind of seems like a decent guy. He's a really nice guy. Like the funny thing is, like at first, you know, he was super, super famous, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, kind of, you know, in hindsight, he's talking about strippers and stuff like that, <laughs> right? But now he's not as famous and not as popular, <laughs> and he seems more humble. <laughs> he went on. He went on the Masked Singer. Yes, yeah, exactly. You heard yeah. what happened to him? Like he was on a plane. He was on a plane going somewhere. And uh, Usher was on the plane, and he went up to Usher and was like, hey, Usher, how you doing? I'm T-Pain. And Usher was basically like, you're ruining music. <laughs> and then he went into a depression uh, for like almost 10 years. Oh, my God. Like, Usher. That's where the pain. There, There's oh, yeah. the pain. And yeah. then, like, he did that tiny desk concert, and it, like, blew him back the up. The tiny desk was the changing yeah. point for him. And then he, like, <laughs> realized that he had, he he left, like, all these people on red for, like, 10 years on <laughs> On his Instagram, that's right. Who wanted to collaborate with him, uh-huh. despite the? I Usher remember thing. that. Yeah, like he, he was didn't just, know there was like yeah. a there was an other box. I always right. get screwed on the other box. Oh, too. I have yeah. screwed myself so many times. But on he that. seems very nice and humble. You're right. Yeah. He seems like actually like a normal mm-hmm. guy. He used to work at Mc, 
McDonald's before his original break came around. Yeah. 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 And I think, then yeah. I think Kanye worked at McDonald's too. Yeah. yeah. I worked at McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Kanye seems to be a, a springboard. I, I, my first job was a supermarket. It was super fresh in Baltimore. It's basically, it's kind of like a mini Wegmans. Okay. Like, right. they, well, it was a 90s. So, of course, they're not going to have like a sushi bar and all that shit. But, yeah. You know. Stocking shelves or Stocking cashier? Stocking shelves. I, I got promoted to cashier. Nice. Oh, that was dope. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Still had to stock the shelves, though. You must have been, <laughs> you must have been pretty good at stocking those shelves. Yeah, I was, I was putting those <laughs> items on those shelves. Chris, we've been, <laughs> we've been watching you. <laughs> we like how you put those cans on those shelves. And, uh, we want you to scan them now. <laughs> <laughs> Really I got yelled at so many times uh, by customers. Uh, right, just because they didn't, couldn't find something. They would come up to, they'd come up to the cashier acting like we were the customer service, even uh, though there was a customer service. It was like, well, I got to return this because that woman said so. I was like, I that doesn't sound right. And then they just <laughs> get mad and storm off. I'm like, have a nice day. And we had to say have a nice day to everybody. So uh, I was like, have a nice day. This this is not going to go well for like, me. Uh, that was like your welcome to Moe's type yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I, your first job, Dario? I worked at uh, Abbott's in Grease Ridge Mall. Oh, yeah, nice. That was my first job. Yeah. I, uh, I put on some weight because I was just... Mad, mad scientist in there. <laughs> yeah. Just like creating things and yeah, so many milkshakes. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised by how many people get milkshakes when they're shopping. It's kind of crazy. Interesting. I, don't know. I didn't expect that. It's a good idea. Yeah. 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 It's not a bad idea. It's a good idea. It seems like the right thing to travel around the uh, mall with. Exactly. Yeah. Probably life- less sloppy than a cone. A little life hack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, no, it was a good time over there. I had a little walk-in freezer with all the toppings. You mm. know, it was uh, yeah. Did you ever just like house a bunch of Snickers or anything? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a Reese's guy though. Yeah, so it's just like the broken up cups in there. Oh, Already yeah. like the toppings oh, for that. Oh my god, yes. Oh man, to have access to that was incredible. <sighs> It was like a little freaking Charlie in the, the chocolate <laughs> factory. Uh, I open up that walk-in. I'm like, I have a golden ticket. <laughs> Walks out of the freezer looking like a blueberry. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, did you just put on 40 pounds? How is that possible? We had, at McDonald's, my first job, we had the flurries. So we had the Oreos. Yeah. yeah. So same thing. Oh, the, so the machine does work. It works a lot. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that is bullshit. I can t- definitely tell you mm-hmm. that the ice cream machine takes forever to break down and clean. You have to break down and clean it every night. Yeah. And who loves staying after work? Oof. Literally nobody. nobody. Right. This is why the ice cream. This is the secret behind why the ice cream machine is broken. Fair. It's because we close at ten, mm-hmm. and it, we got to start breaking it down at eight thirty if we want to leave at ten. Oh, yeah. And we're seventeen, and we don't fucking want to stay past ten. Right. Yeah. So that's why we start at eight thirty. Totally fair. Yeah. Totally fair. And broken is just the uh, is just the excuse we get. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. No. I mean, like, who are these people going to McDonald's for ice cream? Anyways? Right. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'm victim blaming. But, uh, in this one case, I will victim blame. But uh, yeah. It also yeah. takes forever to put together, too. So not that that many people mm-hmm. got ice cream in the morning, but yeah. it was also the type of thing where you would wait for a couple hours, put it, and then finally, and then but it would always slip through the cracks. Whoever was, ah, oh, Dario was supposed to put it together. Yeah. And now it's 1 o'clock, and it's still not put together. <laughs> so again, broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. what people would hear. But in reality, right. just nobody's put it together yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the flaw, I think. They needed to fix that shit. Hmm. Should have been easier. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sorry. I think like McDonald's <laughs> is getting like sued now because of that. Yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure there's like a for like, a, for a lack of flurries. Yeah, that, that they've been lying to people for all these years. I don't know how they can do like how how is this going to stand up in court? But yeah, it, I, don't uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Could you imagine going to some court for suing somebody that couldn't get ice cream there? That's the most American thing I've ever. Heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well. Yeah. yeah exactly. The like the, the lawyer. You're like, oh, so what's your case? Be like, well, well get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I just want ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I want things mixed in, like mini M and M's and shit. You know, there, I saw a TikTok where the guy says it's broken, and the other guy goes, "Well, I'm gonna come in and check it out." He goes, "No, <laughs> oh, no, you can't no. come in and check it out." <laughs> oh, I hate these people, though. Yeah. I hate this, like you know, this culture of like gotcha type of thing with the mm-hmm. TikTok. Gotcha. You know? Or also, you're not yeah. allowed to say no to me. Like if you right. run a business or have a service. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the, our public believes that you are not allowed to be said no to. Right. Period. You have to be right, a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, and that's. I just am not here true. to tell you the customer is sometimes wrong. Oh, right. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's strictly an American thing because I've been told no in many different countries mm-hmm. for many different reasons for things that I wanted, and I was like, all right, well, I guess I I guess I can't eat that because they're out or whatever. Right. Well, wow. <laughs> I, I you know in New York this would happen quite a bit. It's mm-hmm. like. You know, you'd be like, oh, can I get that without this? And they'd be like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like the Seinfeld with the yes. Nazi. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. Well, 100%. just to clo- close the loop on something we started talking about yeah. was Fiamma. He's mm-hmm. famous for that, Giuseppe. Mm-hmm. And back in the radio days, I used to have this show on Wham 1180 called The Food and Wine Show. Yeah. And I had Giuseppe on, and I asked him straight up. I was almost nervous because he's like a tough guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I was almost nervous. And I asked him, like, is it true, like, if somebody doesn't want that you'll just like tell him to leave and he in fairness he was like i won't you don't just immediately get told to leave i mean yeah. his answer and he's very broken english but yeah his answer was like no we'll tell you that we don't do substitutions right if you insist on it that's when we'll tell you maybe you should go somewhere else right oh but well, then i kind of asked polite. him where that came <laughs> from and what he said was he said in any other country he's from italy mm-hmm. it's in europe in italy you want the pizza you go to the pizza place the pizza you trust the pizza place to know what they're doing with the pizza right mm-hmm. you don't go in and give them your opinion on what pizza should look like Right. He's, that's an American thing. Americans think they should go anywhere they want, and that place should cater to them. Right. Mm-hmm. And in any other country, it's like, no, you, you go there because that's what they do, and you just – you're along for the ride. This, mm-hmm. this is the way. This is the yes, way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But yeah. we are spoiled, this country. We are definitely mm-hmm. spoiled into thinking that no matter what we think, we're right if we're the customer. Yes. It's not. Yeah. So, like, that type of thinking is so outlandish to a mm-hmm. customer. Like, I, I don't know, we had the – saucy chef on she was similar to that yeah yeah where like uh she's like do i have vegan options no no (laughs) you don't like something she's like you take it off yourself this is how it comes (laughs) and i'm like that's refreshing i don't i don't mind that you know Mm -hmm. exactly she's like this is how i put it together the sandwich or the meal or whatever and it comes how it comes that's it yeah yeah totally it it comes how it comes i don't know how we got the work she put in it good lord Yeah. yeah And for some reason, it seems like it's gotten worse in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I know this is a thing that's going around. I don't know if you guys have asked, but I've asked people in the service industry, are people ruder than they've ever been now? Mm-hmm. And they say yes. People. It's, yeah. What has happened? Why is that? I'm not sure. I don't know if it's like a combination of cabin fever right. plus like there's been like a slow like march to more sense of entitlement like in America for like a very long time right and then like on top of that 
there's a cabin fever. Like I'm here, I'm hearing like horror stories from everywhere. It's not just food. Like I'm oh, hearing yeah. it from like, like there are more like assaults on flight attendants. Mm-hmm. Well, any any like customer facing type of thing. Any customer yeah. facing thing, and there's right. like more like frustration with people, and then, you know, they then they get mad when people don't want to work those jobs. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, well, nobody wants to work. It's like, well, I don't want to get punched in the face because <laughs> I can't get you your ice cream sandwich. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I just saw a video of some dude. He got, he actually got arrested. He like tried to like jump over the counter of like some smoothie place because yes, I think I they that. messed up. That. Yeah, they messed up the order, and then he freaked out on him, and then he like called them immigrants and i think they were all american so that was weird <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then like he yeah he was really trying to like assault yeah. little teenagers yes. over a messed up order just like get a new order yeah, yeah. i thought he's like i'm going to double down on this yeah <laughs> i'm going racist too yeah just <laughs> so strange <laughs> hey people uh, lose their shit too fast i don't understand mm-hmm. it we've become spoiled and enti- you said it's entitled uh, i think everybody's at their wits end honestly. right right i mean people that were already you know going through stuff now mm-hmm. layer all these other things yeah. onto it and you know they're ready to snap at any moment yeah, no, I that's mean, true. I'm not saying it's okay. Oh no, it's definitely no, not definitely okay. Not. So everybody seek therapy. But yes. uh, <laughs> seriously, I feel like Talkspace should sponsor us now. Yeah, no, sorry, should. Mountain Dew. We're, yeah. we're we're gunning for Talkspace. No, that, <laughs> that would be the weirdest brand <laughs> sponsorship mashup, right? Yeah, <laughs> is Talkspace on? Is that online therapy? Is that what that? Yeah, is? yeah. There's Talkspace. Yeah. There's BetterHelp, and they're all like they're 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 more affordable than like trying to find a therapist also trying to find a therapist nowadays is really hard everybody slams you don't click right away either so i'm in th- i've always been in therapy mm-hmm. i'm in therapy right now mm-hmm. and uh right now right yeah yeah right actually right now daria a lot of people don't know he doubles right. my psychiatrist <laughs> this is right. why you're oh. laying down on couch right now uh, <laughs> but i've heard about the two you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> it is expensive you're yeah. right yeah i'm thinking about what you're talking about about trying to do it online mm-hmm. and uh, because also the options now, one good thing about the pandemic is the options are now, I guess, international technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, you have so many more options, whereas it used to just be you were confined kind of geographically. Yep. Right. Um, not that I hope my therapist isn't listening. I mean, you're great, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes yeah. you just you click or you don't click. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just kind of feel like you're churning. Months can go by where you're like, I don't know if we got anywhere. Yeah. Over mm-hmm. these courses of a few months. Yeah. I don't know. Have you guys ever dabbled in therapy? You don't have to tell me if you don't want oh, to. Oh, no. We've talked therapy. about it. Oh, already. yeah. We're open about show. it. Yeah. No, we're pretty open. I mean, obviously, mental health is such mm-hmm. an important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I've been in therapy since I came back from New York. So two years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should have been in it earlier. I think it, it's helped me tremendously. And it's kind of put me in the place I'm in now, which is a great place. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I talk about it on stage. I, you know, I talk about it on here. I'm, I'm all for uh, helping yourself. Health, uh, mental health is health, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it should be treated as such, for sure. It's, they're get, it's getting to be better about yeah. that. Like, I know my therapist payments come off my deductible right and i feel yeah. like a bunch of years ago that wasn't the case yeah so, oh yeah it's it different astronomical <laughs> a couple of years ago yeah i see some companies are doing like mental health days mm-hmm. everybody's <laughs> i think everybody's got to get with that too yeah uh I, there were times in new york i mean i don't think 
a couple of years, I was like, I never got sick, like sick for real. Mm-hmm. Right. And then like, I would just use them as mental health days. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just feel overwhelmed today, you know, mm-hmm. like staying in bed, you know, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a good option and yeah, you should definitely, you know, take all that into an account. You mm-hmm. know? Mine is brutally honest with me. And like a s- somewhat funny thing that happened literally just this Tuesday was, uh, I told her the way I was thinking about a certain situation and I was super self-conscious about it. And at the end I go, now is that, is that, do you hear that a lot? Do a lot of you? And she goes, <laughs> no, I've not heard that particular take on it before. <laughs> and I went, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh, well, you asked. I mean, <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, no, it's great. Yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't know what the reason is behind this. Uh, I mean, everybody, these people that are working at restaurants or, you know, on the airlines, all these customer facing jobs, I mean, they're, they're people too. Mm-hmm. And they're all going through their own things and their own lives. So it's like freaking treat people like normally. Yeah. Whatever happened to that shit, you know? I think Come I on. might know what it was. I think that this country was very good at customer service and still is mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. And we did have a customer is always right attitude mm-hmm. for the most part in this country for a very long time. And it led to the entitlement that you referenced. Yep. And then the pandemic happened. And when the pandemic happened, people who had not been told no in a very long time were being told no. Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, you can't say no no to me. I right, should be able to do right. whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this country became where you could just do whatever you wanted whenever you wanted yeah. from a mm-hmm. commerce standpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanted to go at 2.30 in the morning to Wegmans and buy an entire, all of a sudden it was like, no, we're closed. Right. You know, restaurants, right. no, we're closed. No, we're only doing mm-hmm. takeout. No, we're only this and or that. And people just, they just went years without being told no. Right, right. All these businesses closing mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. Yep. Things like that. They're like blowing people's minds. Like, oh, how could they do that? Be like, let them live their lives. Right. Like, yeah. geez. Yeah, even, even like salons and, and barbers and stuff couldn't even, like, I remember the first, the first like protests of 2020 where people mad because they couldn't get haircuts. Oh, I remember that. Uh, like, dude, that's right. Calm down. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I like to reminisce about uh, March of 2020. Yeah. yeah. Those good times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I remember like going into like Best Buy and there was like a bouncer at the door. And they're like, what are you here for? You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You had they'd, to like, like, stop you at the door. Specific, you can't just like meander right. in Best Buy. They're like, yeah. what do you mean? I can't like finger these ipads you know? <laughs> <laughs> i'm here to touch everything that's right. what i want to do you know what I mean? it's the whole point of this <laughs> <sighs> he's like no you can't finger them anymore <laughs> he's like now that you said that you just you're banned put them on the list <laughs> uh, you know what yeah. i miss about march of 2020 though is is going through and canceling everything on my calendar yeah yeah mm-hmm. i get a, i have i tend to get a busy calendar mm-hmm. and i think it's one of my problems is i like it that way but then also will regret later when i look back and i go oh, i haven't had free time in three weeks right and in march of 2020 there was the glorious moment when i got to just take like three weeks worth of of scheduling stuff and just go <laughs> cancel just delete delete right. delete delete yeah. delete and that was fun was it yeah, yeah. uh I mean, I'm, I'm glad for you, but for me, it was very depressing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're, it, you know, I get for you, it was gigs, right? Yeah. So for you, it was money. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. Yeah. It was just like I had things planned. And then I think a lot of, you know, artists and like things like that, if, you know, if I didn't pivot and start this, 
or you know you go into a dark place it's mm-hmm. just like oh what the heck am i doing oh now? yeah you know you I just mean. go to work come home and that's your life which is not what anybody wants that's you know you want something basically what i did right, <laughs> like, right. you like, need a passion you yeah. need something that like gets you excited about mm-hmm. life you know unless that's your job and that's good for yeah you. yeah uh you're one person but uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Hopefully, you know, I'm happy with my job. But it, yeah, you know, I you need something else. You know? What's your real job? I work at uh, Candago National Bank. I work in wealth management. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if I ever have like, any wealth, I'll come see you. Exactly. <laughs> yes. If I ever have any wealth, I'll come see me too. Thank Audience. But uh, <laughs> I bought a life insurance yeah. policy yeah. recently. Yeah. Like a few yeah. Months ago, because. It was just occurring to me that, remember I was telling you about chips in, yeah. chips in, chips mm-hmm. in? And it was occurring to me. I was like, what if I die while the chips are still in? Yeah. And not right. during one of those periods of time where the chips have come back. Right. Yeah. I need to have like uh, insurance policy for exactly. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was kind of depressing. Yeah. If you're shoveling out there. and Well, and they yeah. also, they do a health <laughs> assessment on, you know, they call you and they ask you a bunch of questions. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. then they go, they go, hmm, sleep apnea, huh? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they shouldn't do that part. No. Yeah, it's like, can you, go on, can you go on mute next time? Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was on mute. <laughs> hey, Gary, this guy's got to sleep apnea. Yeah, another one. Another uh, one. Yeah. Wait, dude, wait. It's just like, oh, 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 three. And it, the first number's a three. Okay, and uh, how tall are you? Oh, okay, that makes it a little bad. I don't know. And he's like, man. Judgment over the phone. Oh he my told God. me a couple different times. He's like, "That'll work against you, or that'll work for you." He told oh me a couple times. Well, you don't smoke, right? Right. Okay. Right, right. So that's a plus. Yeah, yeah they're always asking. Yeah. That. And then like with the sleep apnea, drink and yeah, he, he had me send it my results for sleep apnea to him, and he like looked at them live on the phone with me for the first what? time. Really? And then he told me he was like, "Oh, this is actually this is actually pretty good." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's uh, good. <laughs> oh boy. Thank you. That's yeah. great. No, it's amazing. Uh, well, uh, do we want to talk any more food? Um, this is like a <laughs> this is like a Joe Rogan episode, really. Yeah. How really long like, are we supposed to go? Much yeah. more sense. We I don't know. We usually do an hour yeah. or so. How you long got, are we? You at got right more time. Oh, I have no idea. At, are you, what are you doing after this? <laughs> I need your help, actually. What I'm doing after this? Are oh, are we gonna make some sauce? Well, close. Sweet. Close. We are tonight. I'm going over to um, my wife's friend's house, and mm-hmm. it's three couples getting together. And I have been put in charge of making the appetizers. Oh, and so yeah. after this, I'm going to get food to go home and make the appetizers. Oh, Excellent. Okay. And I, the only thing I'm not allowed to do is charcuterie because one of them is doing charcuterie. Ah. So that's an easy out. But I, that would have been easy. But hmm. whatever. So, favorite apps. What do you got? <laughs> Ooh, uh, I like uh, I like an artichoke dip. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, spin dip. Uh-huh. I was thinking about just doing a series of dips. Yeah. 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 Spin dip with just like various uh, bread based <laughs> avenues. Yeah. Yeah. A pita. Crackers. Yeah. 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 Don't sleep on naan. Ooh, yeah. don't sleep on naan. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, do because it's very pillowy and soft. But, <laughs> yeah. but also don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because then you'll well, get be like garlic though. all over your face. Well, like a pillow made out of naan, you can just kind of wake up and mm-hmm. like, you know, like kind of eat a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to get out of bed yet. You yeah. Just exactly. start eating. <laughs> That's dream come true, Dory. I like Keep it. a little jar of masala next to your bed. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, tapenade. Yeah. Have you done that? Um, I've never tried, but I can Google recipes. It's not, it's not that hard to do. It's basically just, just chopped up olives. Okay. Uh, right, do put, it. put a little tomato in there, olives. I think I put pepper in mine. 
uh, like uh, like red peppers just to give it some color. Because like no matter what you do when you chop up the olive, it's just going to look like like brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to add some color so it'll look more sure. like green and red. Yeah. Yeah. I like a top and not. Okay, I like that. So uh, aside from the sauce, do you cook? You cook at home? I do, yeah. Um, I cook. I also do a class at New York Kitchen once a month. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. It's mostly Italian food and sauce mm-hmm. is part of it. But yeah. I do cook at home. I'm, you know, a wannabe home chef, I would say, or mm-hmm. home cook, I guess. Um, and I, you know, I have some home runs occasionally, and I've had a few flops here and there, too. Yeah. That happens. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I was thinking about, I've been dabbling with like stuffed pastas recently at mm. home. Ooh. So I was thinking about doing uh, raviolis, but since it's appetizers, I was going to do like mini raviolis and then fry them. Mm. I've actually mm. never tried to do them, but some restaurants have fried raviolis sure. as an appetizer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was going to try and do that. It's very heavy though. My wife will get mad because she'll say it's like yeah. a heavy thing. It's not a snack. <laughs> very yeah. fatty. Yeah. Yeah. That's almost a meal in itself. Yeah. It's a, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, I have also just started making homemade ice cream. That's what oh, I'm nice. <laughs> and that's now I bought an ice cream maker, so it's only half. Did homemade. you did you have to tell the insurance policy guy? That? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he can't. I hope, look, at this point, the policy is signed. I, I heard you're dabbling in making ice cream. <laughs> that's gonna work against you. I know it's so bad. It's gonna right. call you up after this airs. Like, <laughs> minus, <laughs> minus five points for that. See, the yeah. Topping out is healthy. That's right. I need to do a healthy. I need to throw a healthy thing in there. I feel like if I do the fried ravioli and the ice cream. I should do a third one, and it should be like a healthy yeah. thing, yeah. right? Maybe like a lentil dip, or you know, like something. Lentil dip would be good. Uh, yeah, some kind of like maybe a you know, like a veggie option or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, like that. You know, that that's not just vegetables. You know? mm-hmm. But then so. you said masala, and it got me kind of going on the yeah. Indian sauces. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's a creative thing to do. Yeah, too different. It's definitely. different, a different yeah. flavor that right. Nobody else is probably going to bring something right in that no. vein. You know. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, all right, well, the, I think got we got the, this. Yeah. yeah, now I'm starving. I'm so hungry. Oh, my God. Uh, so hungry. Do it for lunch. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know yet, but uh, I'm what, to figure you it guys out. Uh, listening, do, does our podcast make you hungry? Is that a thing? Do you, do you, yeah. do you like, uh, <laughs> listen to it and pause it and then eat a sandwich? Yeah, let us, yeah. Let us know in, yeah. uh, in comments That's on right. our reviews. Yeah, call in and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys did a live episode at the theater, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So before we close here, this is uh, this is kind of the, the real reason I, I reached out to you because I don't cold call people generally, mm-hmm. but like if people mess with us, then I mess with that. You know, like right, that type yeah. of thing. So there's certain guests that we haven't had on because they're just not uh, we're not on their radar. They're mm-hmm. not on ours right. type of thing. But um, I know you have your podcast, right? You're, right. Right. And uh, a couple of months ago, back what in October, mm-hmm. I don't know why this just popped up, but you you mentioned us, you gave us a mention on there, which is really nice. I was driving yeah. by the little, yeah. and I saw the the thing, and it said your name's on it, mm-hmm. and I was like, what What's that? Because it seemed for whatever reason, it struck me as local. It wasn't a movie or something. Yeah, I was like, right. Oh, there's yeah. something local going on, and I like looked at it real quick, and then uh, I texted my buddy Stromy, Chris Lindstrom, and I yeah. was like, what is, What is this? Do you know uh-huh. this? And he's like, Oh, it's the best. I was like, oh, that's oh, fucking that's awesome. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. that's awesome. And I love it because I did try, I did uh, 2015 or 16, I did that food and wine show I referenced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was not, you guys, it's amazing. Your take on it where you guys are funny and you have great personalities. That's always been my issue. Not funny, no personality. <laughs> so my goal on the show was always. That's not true. You have a personality. <laughs> yeah. My, <laughs> my, my thing on that show was I would get people on and I would interview them, but they were serious interviews. Mm-hmm. It was, mm-hmm. there would be a chuckle here or there, but it was always right. 99% 
percent based on how did you build your business. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was actually just secretly researching for myself for uh, years. Yeah. And, but I love in-depth food talk. I just think right. it's great. Some of the best podcasts I listen to today. Yeah. So when I found out you guys were doing it, but with like a, a, a the twist of that you're going to bring lightness right. to it, I was like, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. No, yeah. you said some nice things about us, and you were dead on. I mean, that's. Uh, it's kind of how we deliver it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you still get the story, you still get the information, um, but it's our take on it, and we'll go on tangents and talk yeah. about crazy things <laughs> yeah. and people's obsessions, which is cool because you're not going to get that anywhere else, right. you know? Yeah, totally. You're like, oh, of course, this person owns this business, and mm-hmm. you know that about that person, but you don't know that they're also obsessed with Star Wars, too. Right. So it's like, yeah. why yeah. not, you know? And the thing about that show that was on regular radio, so that show was at the absolute best. It was nine and a half minute segments. Oh, really? And nice. obviously, this, you know, yeah. what did we talk now? How long have we been talking? Now? Oh, I don't know, like five hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. This is like a Rogan episode. Batteries. Uh, yeah. Batteries. An hour and a half here, yeah. <laughs> that was always tough, though, yeah. to get the. And then doing that show, they encouraged me to do it live. I did it mm. live a lot, but it's tough to talk for nine and a half minutes, then stop for four minutes, right. and then right. talk again for nine and a half. Oh yeah, minutes. yeah, yeah. That's, that's so tough. It's kind of tough to keep mm. the momentum going. So sure. I actually preferred recording that show because mm. I could just do the forty minutes right. and then go back and chop it up however yeah. I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even forty minutes sometimes I think isn't long enough. But yeah, it's it's always like a weird balance, and like chemistry wise, always helps. Like we've we've had. We've had like a couple of two-hour episodes. Like I think we had a t- almost two-hour episode with Palermo's. It was just like the chemistry of like the people we're with, and like now I'm noticing like being in person with people, it's a lot more chemistry because mm-hmm. we can like yes. you know play off of each other a lot more, mm-hmm. and a lot more things pop up. Like, <laughs> as you can tell with this episode, we talk about everything from like <laughs> running away from the zombies. To like mm-hmm. your new your new business sauce tank, like it, That's right. it's all over the place. Yes, so no, and we cut out the first ten minutes of this. Too. Yeah, we cut out the. I first thought we were minutes. recording for the first ten minutes. <laughs> we're talking about you getting hit with pepper balls. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there was geez. that part too. I yeah, forgot yeah. all about that. That's not yeah. even that didn't even get on. <laughs> no, no, that's not even on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll that'll be on the Patreon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but that was awesome. I mean, it. it, it thanks for shouting us out, and yeah. I'm, I'm glad uh, mm-hmm. you know we we were able to get together and talk thanks um, for having me yeah so uh we're we're gonna be doing that live show again you, mm-hmm. you guys want to you want to come on fuck yeah man yeah. i would love to come okay. on okay yeah. a huge honor yeah. we'll be in touch then i got your number now so yeah 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 so um yeah so that last show at the little for those that don't know i have it on audio maybe i should release it at some point i really think you should release yeah? it it's so know. good it was more of a, like you know it was a visual we had lots of visuals yeah so. there were a lot yeah i baked a cake we baked a cake yeah. i decorated it yes <laughs> yeah no there was a lot of awesome stuff we how had, are you like, with the audio engineering side of things uh, getting there yeah because i can help you with that part because yeah. i did do that part for years oh, so if you want to do right. that again but you also mm. want it to turn out like a really nice audio episode right i could help you with that part yeah earn no. my, at least earn my spot <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, you don't have to earn your spot yeah <laughs> exactly no no we had a, we had great guests and uh yeah we'll probably be doing uh, another one. It's not set in stone yet. We don't have a date, mm-hmm. but uh, April ish. Yeah, is, yeah. We want to get it. Feeling. We want yeah. the snow to melt. We want to yeah. get a little, get a little more prep time and stuff. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, so April, maybe early May, but uh, mm. that's what I was feeling, and we're in communications now mm-hmm. uh, trying to set that up. So, nice. uh, yeah, so definitely look out for that. Polly will be on, definitely. We'll, mm. uh, we'll send you. you a date once we know. I'm freaking yes. honored yeah. by that. That's no, awesome. it would be fun. We had a, it was, it was such it a was fun so show. It was so much fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, that was great. And I, I'm mm-hmm. glad that, you know, we were on the marquee and you were able to, you know, that was cool. Learn about us that way, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that was that was amazing. I think we, we were trying to get a yeah. picture of it. We, did, we got. A video. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. it. It was great. Yeah, yeah. But it was. And then right at like right after that, uh, then you guys were nominated for best podcast, right? For City News. Right. Actually, so you won. Won that. Yeah, we won, and then like the day of the show, that's when we all found out. Because even Mina Hoyt, Chef Mina, what a freaking uh, day! She got like she was like, was she the first woman of color to get best chef or something like that? Right. Or first woman and first person of color to get best chef. So we were talking about that on the on the actual live show too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a that was just that was an awesome weekend. It really yeah. was. Yeah, I mean. It, don't get me wrong. It was uh, one of the most stressful things I've oh ever God. produced <laughs> in my whole life. But, I was uh, so nervous. Yeah, but, uh, you know, just the planning and all everything that went into it. Shout out to Nino is coming through with the amazing food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the next one will be much easier because mm-hmm. it was just like that first time type of thing. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, this one, once we get the date, I'll start planning and mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll get it out there. It'll be a lot of fun. And I think, uh, you know, our audience is larger now. People will come mm-hmm. out. They, they understand what we're doing. So yeah. it's, uh, it's fun. It's another thing to, to reach uh, the people that follow us and uh, that, that listen. So it's cool. Totally. Definitely. Meeting them in person and everything. Yeah. Huge. Right. Huge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because who knows? I, I see the listens. You know, I see the numbers, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's cool to actually meet people that be like, oh, yeah, yeah this was a great episode. Or like, oh, you're, you know, uh, you know, I, I've been listening from the beginning. You know, it's so cool. So it's like, you know, you just kind of upload this into the ether and mm-hmm. who knows what the heck happens <laughs> after that. So it's cool. Definitely. Um, well, Polly, uh, it was awesome hanging with you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're... Your, your sauce is all over the place. Are there any local restaurants that are using your sauce? It's a funny thing because the any really nice restaurant is going to make their own sauce. Right. Mm-hmm. And the sauce is not cheap sauce. So, like, diners and stuff usually are going to say it's too expensive. So, right. um, we're at, like, U of R and RIT. I okay. mean, we're in the cafeterias. Mm-hmm. Um, but for restaurants and stuff, there's that place in Fairport Village Inn, I think it's called, right? Okay. Oh, that okay. carries them, uh, carries it. Uh, Pepper Mill, the diner in Greece, carries oh, it. Yeah. Mel's Diner was, like, the first place that ever carried it. Really? So, it's not necess- It's yeah, not a ton. Not a ton. Okay. A little bit here and there. Um, pizza sauce at Roarbox. That's the one good one. Yes. One little mm-hmm. claim to fame like that. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Rocco on their pizza. On one of their pizzas, they use it. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. So then otherwise, we can just find you at basically every like, grocery store. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. At, in, mm-hmm. the, in this area, at least, in mm-hmm. the Rochester area, pretty much anywhere. Uh, all the specialty mom and pops. We love the mom and pops. But then, of course, if you go to Wegmans or Tops, right. it's right. there as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then uh, check out your website. What's the website again? So there's GoogleAmosauce.com, but there's also CraftCannery.com. Okay. And that's really where things are happening right now because um, people who have always made their barbecue sauce at home want to know how to bottle it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing these days. So if you okay. are interested in bottling your own thing, Hit me up. My cell is uh, 350-5788. Hit me up. 
All right. Excellent. Yeah, you're the second guest this year to put their number out there. Yeah. So. My number's yeah. on every jar of sauce. <laughs> Is it really? Every jar of That's sauce. That's great. Wait, has that backfired? It has, but not in the way that people think. People always think I either get pranked or I get negativity. Uh-huh. What I get is solicitation. Uh, oh, like, like oh, people trying to like sell, sell you on things. some. Okay. Uh, well, who's doing your shipping? Oh, I thought I should give you a call. Uh, Have you ever thought about boxes? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we, yeah. we covered that one. Yeah. We did cover boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I'm the box man. Mm-hmm. It's me, Jerry, the box man. Yeah. Yeah. I had a call. That reminds me. I got a call with DeLeo about our like vegan uh, lunch date some time oh yeah 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 Yeah. you know chef DeLeo uh meals food by DeLeo yeah he's a good dude Jason DeLeo my bad yes yeah sorry (laughs) no you're fine yeah all these J's (laughs) and uh so you and you have your own podcast right I do a podcast Mm -hmm. it's just called Pauly Guglielmo show yeah it's a lame name but it's just called that and uh and I I was doing a lot of interviews and now I'm just kind of doing the the thing about it I'm doing whatever I want Mm -hmm. not to go Mm -hmm. down a whole nother road but I did media for years Years. I did mm-hmm. radio for years. It right. was a job for years, and I became disenchanted. I got burned out on doing radio. Mm-hmm. The actual act of sitting and talking into microphones, I still love this. Obviously, I've been sitting here with you guys for two hours. Like right. I love doing this. Mm-hmm. I can do this all day, but I don't want it to feel like a job. Right, so the right. podcast is... I kick myself. It's interesting to talk to you guys because you're building a great podcast right now, but like... I kick myself sometimes because I go, yeah, this podcast could be a lot better if right. I put more effort into mm-hmm. it. But I'm putting all my effort into my real world right now. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm still trying to come out with consistent episodes because I've been lucky enough to, back in the day, I built a little audience. I got a nice little audience. And same with you. I'm looking at my numbers. Right. And I'm seeing this core of a decent amount of people that every time I say I go, you know, that's not nobody. It's mm-hmm. not seven people listening. I'm right. like, it's worth it. I got to put out an episode because I get that amount of people waiting for it right um so but i do think i should do better <laughs> <laughs> well uh that's great promotion for your podcast yeah but uh <laughs> isn't that the worst like thing? i have a podcast and it's it not stinks, that good it's not but, that yeah. good yeah. <laughs> but check it out anyways mm-hmm. no no definitely check out your uh poly <laughs> it's just poly googlyama yeah. podcast yeah so if you punch that in you'll find it um Definitely. And uh, yeah, look out for that limited release uh, sauce coming out. That's probably more, I would say probably mid-March. Okay. All right. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, Paulie, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me, fellas. Definitely. We'll see you next time. Let's hang. All right. Let's go eat something. Yeah, let's do okay. it. Yeah.